Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? Hey, sexy. Uh, what are you doing, J-Dub? I'm just hanging out. Welcome to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Funniest night show in America. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am Al Hefe. That is J-Dubs. The question is, are you somebody? If you want to be somebody, give a call. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the high. I bet route. it takes so much more than just calling. you got to bring something to the table. Um, also here uh, tonight, J-Dubs, third Mike, Matt Albert. Uh, Chunks, the executive producer of The Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger, which is Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman's our director. A ray of sunshine. On top of the talk and roll controls and responsible for the content on realradio.fm. Hi! And uh, also your host this week for uh, the Hideout Happy Hour, Patty McGee's. And that's Gibbs, the unpaid producer. He screens your phone calls again at 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And he's your host for the Hideout Headlines game show. And we apologize in advance for him. Uh, he gets, uh, you heard the headlines on the Phillips file. Here in about 15 minutes, you will turn those into prizes. Um, so uh, that is in about 15 minutes, the Hideout Headlines game show. Also, Dubs, after the Hideout Headlines game show, we begin to get you qualified to get that uh, luxury recliner from the wholesale furniture market. Yes, we do. And I'm really excited about the recliner and how people are going to win it. The Bowel Bowl. Uh, the third annual Hideout Bowel Bowl featuring Matt Albert. And more about that. But just know... We'll get you qualified at a quarter past the hour today, tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. Quarter past the hour, every hour in the hideout. Uh, uh, basically, after the headlines game show, you hear the little sounder to call in. Mm-hmm. Then 8-15, 9-15, That gives you a chance to win squares in the Bowel Bowl, which will be executed on Friday, during Friday's show, Dubs. Also coming up, too, uh, tonight, J-Dubs, it is Monday night, so at 8 o'clock, we'll ask the attorney with Tom Luca. A lot of stuff going on uh, locally, Central Florida-wise. He is a uh, former uh, prosecutor uh, from down in Miami, and he now is a uh, criminal defense lawyer, and he takes your questions and uh, a little advice, a little um, getting you to know the law. That's at 8 o'clock. Ask the attorney with Tom Luca, LucaLaw.com. You know, I want to throw this out to him and maybe anybody else who may have information on this. Uh, Saturday night, I was standing outside my apartment, and all these helicopters are flying over, at least like three of them, over my apartment complex with spotlights shining down, looking around, I would guess, for someone. I saw a couple of cops with uh, flashlights walking around, and I have no idea exactly what they were looking for. 
Uh, you know, well, I never found that out either, because you and I live in the same neighborhood, mm -hmm. and I never saw anything about that either. Um, why don't you give out your address, and maybe someone can call up and find out. It's... Don't even. I know what you were trying to say. <laughs> Don't even. Um, also tonight, uh, Dubs, let's see. We have our weekend recap game. Whose weekend was it? Uh, that's during the hideout door prize blowout in the third hour of the hideout. Also, then we'll talk about your ideal celebrity girlfriend. Mm -hmm. A list came out, and I think all ten, awful. Just awful, but I would like to share it with you. Uh, Stephen Baldwin versus a pornography store. Apparently he's taken on a new thing, and I, I guess Stephen Baldwin is born again. Yes, and he he's is, uh, he's very out there about it. Yeah, he's a born again Christian. He does a lot of work with the uh, the rock and uh, skate Christian crowd, where he hosts like these big uh, skate park jams for right. Christian kids. He's all into that kind of stuff, and it's kind of odd when you watch back to his, some of his horrible movies. And now you find out that he's a born again Christian. We have to do something to uh, make good for Biodome. So, I think that made good of itself. Or Flintstones too. Playing the safety dance to get all these people out of the biodome. <laughs> safety dance. Um, Smelling each other's farts to figure out what what the other ones were eating that day. Broccoli. That was me. Yours are easy to tell. It's, it's like you don't even digest. <laughs> no, it's the same. You had Rocky Road ice cream, huh? Mmm, delicious. Almonds. Also. So I'm watching, I love watching the Sunday morning talk shows because, mm -hmm. like I told uh, Scott Maxwell from the Orlando Sentinel in the interview, I'm a political junkie. So I genuinely, that's probably the most television I watch during the week, Sunday morning from 9 to noon. I watch Meet the Press, Chris Matthews Show, Face the Nation, and then this week with George Stephanopoulos. What is your uh, favorite one of, out of all of them? I'm not going to, I'll tell you my least favorite, Chris Matthews. Really? That 10 o'clock hour with Chris Matthews and Face the Nation? Nah. Who does, who does Meet the Press? Tim Russert. Tim Russert, okay. I right. love Meet the Press. Meet the Press is uh, probably my favorite. Well, this week is very good. I think Actually, I'd say I'd probably prefer this week with George Stephanopoulos more. Uh, probably. Does Chris Matthews still do that round table? That's kind of with, you know. Yeah, it's he, Chris Matthews' show is hack. Yeah. But it just happens to be on. They're just kind of setting him up to try to hold over the people that watch mm -hmm. Meet the Press. So anyway, I'm watching Face the Nation this week, um, which is the one on CBS with uh, Seaford, I think it is. I think it, I mean, it was some old guy, Kermudge. And I'm looking at him, and he's doing an interview with the president. Basically a 30-minute fluff piece for the president. Kind of excited because tomorrow's the State of the Union. Now, we are going to be carrying the State of the Union, right, Chunks? That has been approved? Uh, yeah. Okay, perfect. So now now let me warn you. When you were listening to the State of the Union in the hideout, if you actually want to hear what the president is saying, uh, go somewhere else. <laughs> because when we carry the State of the Union, we do it as if it's Mystery Science 3000, uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000, and we will comment on it as he goes. So if you're going to get your panties in a wad because you actually want to hear what the president is saying, you may not want to listen to our version of it. However, we will uh, be carrying the State of the Union tomorrow. I believe it's at 9 o'clock, uh, the State of the Union is. So anyway, I'm watching this Face the Nation, and the president says something that pisses me off to no end to the point that I am yelling in my dirty bedroom. 
Now, Matt Albert lives with you. Could you hear him yelling? Yeah, I was watching it in the living room. I could hear him yelling. <laughs> could you hear me and uh, how angry and upset I was over this? Yeah, I thought you were just jacking it again. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! Daddy, no! Then ah! <laughs> crying in the corner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why did I dirty myself? Why? So okay, why, I, I, that's not even has anything to do with what I was saying. So anyway, uh, I I was so upset <laughs> and mad that I wasn't recording it that I went and uh, got online and found the clip. Mm -hmm. And I won't tell you what the I'll just we'll play the clip after the Hideout Headlines game show. Okay, but this clip was so aggravating to me. Because it is everything about the president. It's, you know, that gimmick. Just the gimmick of, hey, I'm one of you guys. I tease it a little bit. He's basically, he's talking about how... He's being, a common man. He's an everyday man. How being the president has its inconveniences. All right? Then he says one specific thing, and well, you'll have to wait till 7.30 to hear what it was. But he says one specific thing at 7.30. Uh, or in the in the clip about why it's inconvenient to be the president. Can't even choke on a pretzel in peace. And I'm like, you you lying, lying son of a bitch. Can a man fall off a bike in peace? All right, is this true? Did the guy call in for his own plug? Yeah, he, he said he said he was uh, it was a shameless plug, but uh. All right, he t you should have told him to go on the air. Jimmy, the station man, is it? Uh, is that Jimmy uh, D? Was it Jimmy D who was the promotions director over there now? I just said Jimmy. He's the station manager. All right, over at 540, mm -hmm. the sister station says that you can hear it uninterrupted. The ah. State of the Union. Well, yeah, turn over to 540 if you wanna if you wanna hear the State of the Union uninterrupted. Otherwise, interrupted is on the hideout. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be Mystery Science Theater 5000 uh, for us. 5000. In here. 5000. So anyway, I'll I'll play you a clip uh, the clip of that. Uh, coming up, uh, J-Dubs, at about 7.30, we'll do the clip of the president. And I'm telling you, I was just so aggravated. I was beyond aggravated. Is this our guest? All right. All right, nice. Dubs, joining us in the hideout, and I'm very excited about this. Because as you know, I am a huge basketball fan. I love the, uh, the, the association, and thank goodness we are in a town that has a uh, professional basketball team. And in a town that has probably one of the best young stars mm -hmm. uh, in uh, in the NBA, joining us in the hideout from the Orlando Magic, Dwight Howard. Dwight, Dwight, what's up, bro? Are you there? Hey, how you doing? All right, how are you? I'm great. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, to join us tonight here in the hideout, Dwight Howard. Oh, yeah, anytime. I'm on, actually I'm on my way to see a wrestling match. In all my years, even though I've been living that long. Get to go see a, a wrestling match. This, this is your first time going check out wrestling. Yes, sir. Headed out to the uh, to the uh, TD Waterhouse to watch WWE Super Show. They're taping what Raw and um, SmackDown tonight, right? Wow. Is that what's going on? I uh, think it's Raw. All right, no. Monday Night Raw. Let me ask you something, Dwight. Can I call you Dwight, Mr. Howard? Um, you can call me Dwight. All right. Are you uh, are you getting special treatment down there? You're going to be able to meet all the wrestlers like Angle and Cena and everybody. Oh, no, I'm just going to go as a little fan. Oh, wow. I go back and watch it. I'd figure that's one of the perks of, as far as being an NBA star is uh, getting the opportunity to go hang out with everybody. What's your all-time favorite wrestler? 
My all-time favorite wrestler has to be the Hulkster. The Hulkster? Yeah, the Hulkamaniac. How, you can't go wrong with the Hulkamaniac. Yeah, you can. All right, so Dwight Howard uh, here in the hideout with us. Now, let me ask you something. You're playing for the Olympics. You are going to play for the United States coming up in 2008, right? Yes, sir. All right, so you went ahead and you said, I'm going to do it. Are you excited about this, representing the uh, the U.S., especially maybe after the showing that we've had? Well, that's your way of becoming Hulk Hogan, you know, the real American all-star. That's the way, going out and getting the gold like Angle did. Tell me about that whole process as far as being uh, elected for that and saying yes. Oh. Lost him. <laughs> you had to know that was going to happen. Let's just getting into it. Hey, let's take a break and come back. We'll see if we can get Dwight Howard back on. And then also, too, we'll do the Hideout Headlines game show. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs. Uh, call now for the Hideout Headlines game show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, unfortunately, got cut off right before the break. But joining us again uh, from the Orlando Magic Power Forward, averaging a double-double, Dubs. Nice. 15 points, uh, uh, 12 and a half rebounds. The number one overall pick from a couple of years ago, Dwight Howard. Uh, better cell phone connection there? Yeah, uh, well, I hope so. All right, well, I'm still here. All right, here we go, Dwight. Now, let me say this one real cool thing about you and why I think you're one of the coolest, most down-to-earth people. I work out over at RDV. And right. I've seen you kind of walking around. It was, it was really during the off-season before the season started. And I talked about this on the air. Out there where everybody goes and runs uh, pickup games, I saw you a couple of times out there running pickup games just with the average guys. And to me, that was the coolest thing ever, to have a number one overall draft pick uh, playing pickup basketball with a bunch of schlubs over at RDV. Is that something that you do just because you enjoy the game of basketball, or is it a way of working out, or is it a way of getting out there and just kind of toying around with... uh? With with you know with regular guys. Well, I, I like being around people, and you know I I don't want people to think that just because I'm in the NBA that I'm untouchable. Right. You know, so I like to get out there and you know see what you know the average person goes through. You know, and you know I like I like playing basketball, and I like since I like being around people. You know, I, I see so many young guys up there playing all the time. You know, so I just want to go out there and you know let them know that. You know, we're we're the same age, but I haven't forgot about you guys. You now, know, so now during the pickup during the pickup games, have you uh, gotten to like have you like seen anybody or like wow, this guy's actually really talented? It was a short little ball Mexican guy with a long goatee, me, no. and he's thinking, hey, look at that guy. He's uh he's not cramping up. You know what it looked like when Dwight was out there playing? It looked like that scene from Happy Gilmore when they're playing dodgeball. Or is it? No, it's Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. I think it's Billy Madison where they play dodgeball, and he's out there dunking on people and swatting uh, <laughs> shots away. It was, but it was really, and there's this whole scene gathered around him. Dwight Howard on his way to the, to the TD Waterhouse uh, from the Orlando Magic in the hideout. Let me ask you this: You're a real cool down to earth guy, like we just talked about. Do you ever kind of feel like you're not getting the respect you deserve because you're averaging a double double, and you did that as a rookie too? Do you think you right. should maybe be getting a little bit more run than you are? Uh, well, you know, I'm not really too much concerned about, you know, getting the credit for what I do. You know, I'm young and, you know, I know my time. Um, you know, so my, my biggest thing is just, you know, trying to be the best team that I can and, you know, trying to do the best for my team, playing hard and, you know, working hard. And, you know, one day I'll, I'll get some credit that, 
people think I deserve. But right now, I don't think I'm doing, you know, uh, I don't think in my personal opinion that I'm doing a lot. There's a lot of stuff I need to work on. All right, that's the thing. And that, I guess that's one thing you got to be excited about as a Magic fan. And when Dwight Howard says he doesn't feel like he's doing enough, and he's averaging 15 and 12, essentially, which yeah. are really good numbers, Dubs. Uh, Dwight Howard in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Um, let me ask you about this. Oh, you talked about your teammates. What was it like Like whenever you came in? Who who really took you under their wing? Was it a, was it a Grant Hill? Was it a Steve Francis? I mean, who's really been able to show you the ropes? I would say the whole team. Uh, I, there's not one person that, you know, took me under their wings. You know, I remember the first time I got down there, surprisingly, Kelvin Cato talked to me for about an hour and 30 minutes, you know, which is, like, so cool, you know, just to see Cato talking to me, you know. So everybody on my team, you know, they, they talked to me about, you know, life situations, you know, and everything. And the, the biggest helper, I would say, is Tony Batiste. Tony Batie, um now let me, all right, Dwight Howard here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Has the game begun to slow down for you, the NBA game? Because uh, I know probably, go, they say going high school to college, uh, the game is just incredibly fast, and then college to the NBA, it's uh, it's like it's light speed. So now going from high school to the NBA, in this second year, are you feeling like, all right, the guy is at least real time for you the game's slowing down you're seeing things a little bit better you're recognizing set plays a little bit better yes yeah, slowing down a little bit you know but i'm still learning you know i'm in a, the process of learning and i think the coaches and the other players recognize that and so they, you know they let me make my mistakes but they critique me a lot and i critique myself but i think that right now i'm just in the learning processes but everything is still moving 500 miles an hour um, Dwight, you t you're going down right now to see the WWE show. Uh, Dwight Howard from the Orlando Magic in the Hida. What are some of the other things you're doing for fun, man? Are you online a lot? I mean, are you playing video games? Uh, is there anything in particular? Because you're, you know, a young cat kind of like us. I mean, are you into, like, MySpace.com? Are you playing NBA Live <laughs> 2006? What are you doing? Well, I, I have a MySpace account. I just got one. Nice. I'm but, you know, I got my little alias, so nobody knows it. Uh, oh, I was about to say, add me. Damn. All and, right. And I, I also uh, play Xbox. I love bowling. You know, I have six bowling balls. So I right, want to think. Uh, here's the great thing. We're about to get a hideout bowling league. Yeah, I'd you like, want to be a part of it? I'd like to be the first to invite <laughs> Dwight Howard to play on the hideout bowling league, which is, uh, we haven't even announced it yet, but it's going to be going on Saturday nights. Um, well, that's that's cool, man. It sounds like you're really into some, you know, some good wholesome stuff. Uh, now you were only 20 years old, right? Right, I'm only I just turned 20. All right, so wow. yeah, that has to be amazing. That's the most amazing thing about it. Are you excited? Do you love the city of Orlando? Are you digging it? I, I love Orlando. I I just like just how quiet it is here. You know how how good the people are. You know. It, it's just awesome. It seems like you can you can escape if you need to. Well, I'm gonna let you get inside. I know you're headed down to watch the uh, WWE Super Show, but I gotta say, and um, and I want to say this as a fan of the NBA, that Dwight Howard is gonna be one of the next big stars. Steve Nash the other night said he's the next Tim Duncan, and he's averaging a double double, 15 and 12 essentially. The Magic have been hot of lately, and uh, it's an honor to have you in here, Dwight. And we'd love to talk to you again some other time. 
Okay, cool. Well, thanks for having me in. You know, I'd love to call back and see you guys. All right, I appreciate it, Dwight. And we'll, we'll talk to you about MySpace and bowling, too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, cool. All right, we'll talk to you. He's a good dude. It's tough to not like that guy. No, he's definitely uh, very personable. All right, call now for the Hideout Headlines game show. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. He's 20 years old. Okay, he came into the league. And he's not going to, Dwight Howard isn't going to say this, so I'll say it for him. He came into the league, he was the first pick overall. I think he should have won the rookie of the year. He averages a double-double as a rookie uh, coming out of high school, which is really a big deal, especially when you look back at some of the busts who have come out of high school. So then you have that going on. And I, I wanted to ask him, and I don't, I don't think I'd give a straight answer from him because he's a good guy. I want to know if he's not getting the, the respect that he deserves, A, because, you know, he's a good guy. Because he's nice, and because he's not out there, he's not flashy. Well, he, he's not the guy who you, you're going to see talking trash on ESPN. He's not the guy that uh, all the all the big uh, like uh, reporters are going to gravitate around trying to get him to slip up, because he's not going to do it. Exactly. And then B, and i got to wonder, if it's maybe because also the fact that he's in Orlando. You know, and the team hasn't been great. They're starting to play good now. They're mm-hmm. starting to gel now, and they're starting to come together now. But as far as, you know, on the on the scope of the NBA, you know, Orlando at the moment isn't up there. And so I wonder if he's just not getting the respect that he deserves. I think he's going to be – I think he should be an all-star this year, nonetheless. So I hope he has fun. At least fun. he's on the Olympic team. Uh, has fun it down at the TD Waterhouse, and I appreciate it. And I'd love for him to come out and bowl one time. <laughs> I went out – we went out bowling with the Heretics on Friday night. What a disaster. What a disaster. I'll tell you about that in a second. Let's do the Hideout Headlines game show. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines game show. Game show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, and entertainment. If you guess right, you win big, big. Now here's your host, Skid. Hideout Headlines game show brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. By the way, right after this, you can get qualified to win a luxurious recliner from the Wholesale Furniture Market. Sofas, normally $8.99, starting as low as $2.99. Wholesale Furniture Market, over 40,000 square feet of quality home furniture, 50 to 70% off every day. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road, 436 in Castleberry, next to Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. All right, let's go to uh, Eric in Lakeland. Eric, you're first up in the Hideout Headlines game show. You ready, bro? How you doing, Hideout? All right, brother. Here's uh, Which category would you like, world, national, local sports, or entertainment? Let's do local. All right, here's local with Gibbs. All right, local is multiple choice. A police officer found a blank floating in the Indian River Monday in New Smyrna Beach. Was it A, a car, B, an old woman, C, a 19-month-year-old baby, or D, a stolen piece of art? I'll go D. Oh, close. It was C, a 19-month-year-old baby. All right, that's Ooh. not even close. 19-month-year-old? What is that? Oh, <laughs> C and D. It's right underneath C. No, it's, year old. it's not even close. One's a piece of art, one's a child. Ah, same thing. Ah, but babies are art. All right, now here's the thing. God's art. Right. <laughs> here's the thing. This is the second baby found floating in a river. There was another one down in Brazil. Is this a new trend now where babies uh, uh, are now able, what is it, buoyancy? They've got some sort of a different buoyancy than the rest of the well, other I things mean, on Earth? They're primitive uh, They're primitive jet skis. That's what they are. You know, people just 
stand on top of them and hear them <laughs> in the water, and they think they're having a good time. I didn't realize that babies could float. Maybe these two are uh, Jesus, and it's just Jesus coming back. Because Jesus is the only other person I've ever heard who could walk on water. And now babies are floating. Maybe one's the reincarnation of Jesus, the other one of Moses. Either way. You and your biblical humor. <laughs> well, Matt Albert was throwing the jokes around in the office. I'm thinking, hey, I'll try it. Guess the biblical humor didn't catch on tonight. They didn't get a bump in the office either. Yeah, yeah exactly. I tried. That's why I didn't say it. I just, I, I just thought maybe it was from who was delivering. Let's go to Jeff and Altamont. You're next up. World National Sports or Entertainment? Uh, let me have uh, sports. All right, here's sports with Gibbs. All right, sports is true or false. Brett Favre recently announced in, the, in, in an interview that he will definitely not be coming back to the NFL next year. True or false? Uh, I'm going to say false. Ah, you're right. He's actually going to wait until training camp to decide. All right, of hold course. on, Jeff. I hate that spotlight hog. Just say you know what you're going to do. Alright, people are yelling, uh, everyone can float. Babies, though, aren't, you floating is something that's actually kinda learned. Like you have, that's why in swimming class, they, they teach you how to float. Babies usually sink to the bottom. I bet if you got, have ten, you tested this thing? Uh, no, but I'm thinking, if you got ten babies, and you put them in the, in the river, probably ten are gonna sink. The have you one, tie them together? the one that's not, is the one that's the reincarnation of Moses. Pop, pop. Still not popping. Jesse in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. You ready, Jesse? Yeah, man. All right, world national or entertainment? National. Now here's national good. All right, national's multiple choice, and it says former Governor Ed Schaefer is backing a plan to loft wireless network repeaters on balloons high above this state to fill gaps in cellular coverage. Is that what it says? Good Lord. Is it A, North Dakota, B, Pennsylvania, C, Florida, or D, New Mexico? There's a new one? C. Oh, it was actually A, North Dakota. All right, now this is actually an interesting concept, Dubs. You found this story and you were excited about it. Yeah, there's uh, these balloons that they uh, will throw up there, and I guess three of them can cover a whole state. Three of these balloons can cover a uh, the... Uh, cell phone signal through the whole state of North Dakota, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I just find it amazing because it takes 110 towers to cover the amount that three of these balloons take. So, do you I wish Sprint would pop one up right by my apartment. Yeah. That's all I wish. You have I don't care if they put up only one in the whole world. It has to be by my apartment. And is it Sprint that's doing it, or is it somebody completely else? You know what? They didn't say. I think it's just a test run, uh, and they'll kind of sell it off, the idea off to cell phone companies once they find out if it'll work yeah, completely. He, he heads like Extend America didn't Incorporated. He, didn't he used to be a... Um... He used to be a governor. I think yeah, he used yeah. to be the governor of North Dakota. Yep. Why isn't he still in politics? You know why? He's too smart. He's too much of an idea guy. All right, now I'm getting this. Babies actually have the ability to close off their air passages... And let the water bypass their lungs like fish. Who knew babies had such talents? Why can't they talk then? They can't talk, they can't walk, but all of a sudden they can breathe underwater? Oddly enough, I have the power to uh, close off the baby's air passage too. Alright, that's something different. I've tested that one out. Unlike your unlike your uh, your baby floating theory. <laughs> I've actually done my research. Let's go to Bobby in Orlando. You ready, Bobby? 
Yeah, what's up, Dubs? What's up, Hefe? Yeah, dude. World or entertainment? Uh, let's go with uh, entertainment. All right, here's entertainment with Gibbs. All right, it's going to be fill in the blank. With World News Tonight anchor Bob Woodruff showing improvement today, this station's news division is coming to grips with what his injuries mean for the future of the recently revamped newscast and its ratings prospects. Uh, CBS. Oh, it's ABC. Oh. Here's the thing. No matter what goes on, I think you have to go ahead and put them on there. Whether it's bad, whether he has some sort of speech thing, you just let him ride it out and pretend like everything's normal. You just let I'm I'm serious. As soon as he can begin talking, you put him right back in front of the camera. What if he sounds like Gibbs? It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, good one. Oh. <laughs> And what so is, close. What is that anyway, Gibbs? It's my, uh... Well, it says on the paper... Uh, I was disappointed duh. that he didn't win. All right. So uh! It's the Hideout Headlines Game Show. <laughs> Real Radio 104.1. All right, let's go to uh, Tommy Novito. You ready, Tommy? Yeah, ready. L- Left World News. Here is uh, Sir Gibbs. All right, this one's pretty long, so listen close. Oh, it's, uh... They don't need to be long, <laughs> stupid. That's the whole reason we're... There's a lot of information <laughs> to cover. All right, go ahead. All right, in a new video aired today, Al-Qaeda's number two uh, guy, Ayman al-Zawahari, mocked <laughs> President Bush as a failure in the war on terror, called him a butcher for killing innocent Pakistanis in a miscarried airstrike, and chastised the United States for rejecting this man's offer of a truce. I got to answer the guy? Yeah, yeah. who offered the truce? <laughs> Um, it was in the news like within the last couple of weeks. It was somebody big man. The second man, Ben Laden, the second man. Oh. Ben Laden. I'm sorry. It was actually Bin Laden himself. Oh. Gibbs, dude, <laughs> that was an easy no, one. No, it's a game show. You have to make it easier. That <laughs> we can't be sitting there listening to you babble on trying to spit out the uh, question. It was, a lot of, it was a lot of information, but the, the, Here's the, the answer was easy. You now it. have a one-comma rule. Because <laughs> uh, I know you like to write run-on questions. All right. From now on, if you feel like your question needs more than one comma or one, uh, you get two, you get two punctuation marks. One comma and one final. Do, hy- <sighs> do hyphens count? <laughs> Yes. I hate you. Okay. And apostrophes. <laughs> you can't use apostrophes. All right, let's take a break and come back. Can you not use one if I'm bent over? The Bow Bowl is this Friday. It's the third annual Hideout Bow Bowl with Matt Albert, and you can win a luxurious recliner from the wholesale furniture market. You may want to call now to get qualified. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Tefe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, congratulations to Danny Baldrich, the first qualifier for the Hideout 2006 Bow Bowl featuring Matt Albert. What we do is get you qualified at a quarter past the hour. Uh, 8.15 is your next opportunity. Call her 7 at 8.15 whenever you hear the sounder. And what's going to happen is basically giving away you no know, Super Bowl squares. Mm-hmm. Well, instead, it's squares uh, for Friday night show. And what we are doing is we are going to feed Matt Albert X-Lax, and I think we decided on Mexican food, correct? Yes. I say we go old school and just use the 7-Eleven burrito. All right, I even like that, too. Well, that's still Mexican. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean, though. And so what will happen then is whenever Matt Albert mm-hmm. f- 
finally has to go, then whoever's square he goes in wins. Example, so Danny, or uh, Baldrich, who just won, mm-hmm. let's say he's going to get a square. And we'll put it up on the website, realradio.fm. So he will, let's say he uh, ends up getting, I don't know, 901 to 915 on Friday night show. If Matt Albert goes for the first time because of the the, the Mexican food and the X lacks between 901 and 915, then Danny is the winner of the badass recliner from the wholesale furniture market right there on uh, 436. Now, uh, I believe joining us, who's on the phone right now, is Big Dog Steve over from wholesale. What's going on, Big Dog? <laughs> Hey, what's up? How are you? Good. So, tell you guys thanks for coming out of the store the other day. It was pretty awesome. No, absolutely. I and I appreciate all of the uh, support from the wholesale furniture market. No, my pleasure. It was funny seeing uh, you guys in that little chair. I mean, you guys look like little girls with beards. I mean, it was that thing was huge. Yeah, huh? it really is. It's a humongous. Uh, would you call it an overstuffed recliner? What's the technical term for that? I don't know, but all I know is when you're laying back, you had to like pick over your knees to see me, and I'm I'm huge. Yeah, it's I one. That was pretty funny. No, it's one of those two where easily you and your chick could snuggle in it, or you could spread out, and you can kick it back. It's nice. What's the value on that, big dog? About a grand. All right, so it's a thousand. It's about a thousand dollar recliner that we're giving away to you. And all you gotta do is be on the square that uh, Matt, Matt Albert, Albert poops at. Exactly. <laughs> classy, classy show. Available. And I appreciate because you guys talk really highly about all your listeners. And I know we're planning some big stuff in the future. We're gonna give away probably about ten or twenty thousand dollars for the stuff for you guys. So just keep doing a good job, and we appreciate it. I know. I appreciate it, Big Dog. Thank you, buddy. Wholesale Furniture Market right there on 436 next to uh, the Sam's Club. Thank you, brother. Man, oh, man. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. All right, Giant Brian says, what if he's over the two squares? No. As soon as he begins to go, it is a specific time. That's why it's 9.01 to 9.15. You know? So, anyway, I'm just very excited about that. So your next opportunity to get qualified here in about 30 minutes. Now, he, this is a little uh, kink that we have to work out. <clears throat> is it when he sits on the toilet? That's when it's over? Yeah. No, so, I think when he goes. All right, so when he leaves Bolton out of the studio, that's when it cuts. No, no, I mean when he actually goes. When you hear the plop. Okay. Right, exactly. Oh, so you'll I'm, hear it. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> From here. So is there going to have to be a witness to witness it happening? And that is you. That'll be you? Oops. And it'll probably look like one of those babies that are floating in the river. <laughs> I hope it's during the 10 o'clock hour, just so all the heretics can go in and watch. No, I, I hope I, there's nothing that I would like more for than it to be during the open door. Chris and Ocali are in the hideout. What's up, Chris? Hey, I uh, wanted to tell you why them babies do like that. They breathe like that when they're inside the mother's womb. Yeah. Um, that's that's a... why they do that underwater. So. so they have, like, gills like Waterworld? Yes. Well, not like Waterworld, but, yes, they have gills in a sense. And then the more they're out in the air, uh, the shorter time that the gills close up. Now, it seems like, in a sense, we're devolving. When you think about it, if you can breathe underwater, then when you're born... It's a dream. Yeah, then why are we getting screwed out of the uh, the opportunity to do that whenever we're 27? That doesn't seem right. Thank you, Chris. That doesn't seem fair at all. So one thing I've always wanted to do is breathe underwater. Imagine that. I wouldn't even be above water if I could breathe underwater. Hell no. Why would you? You got all the food you can eat down there? 
Can't cook it. Mermaids? Mermen? Mo. You get a double on that one. A mermo. <laughs> You're so proud of that. Why don't you just say it yourself, you animal? I, no, I don't want to. He goes, uh, the Yates kids from Texas would disagree with being able to breathe underwater. <laughs> like, that's some sort of a joke. That's an awful tragedy. Ass. Garble, somehow you garble. think... Somehow you think that's going to get a pop. Air bubbles escaping. That does. That did get more of a pop than the uh, religion jokes earlier. I, yet you repeated the religion joke. Well. <laughs> now, Dubs, would you actually prefer mer-boys in, un no. in underwater Walmart bathrooms, since that's your thing? <laughs> Mer-toddlers. Um, all right. All right, Dubs, we need to make an executive decision. Okay. We have a couple of things that we could do. We can take a break and come back. I, I got to play the Bush audio for you. I just I can't. Right play. now? No. Well, we have to break. It's okay. the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up, your next chance to get qualified. A15 for the uh, recliner from the wholesale furniture market. And ask the attorney with Tom Luca. The top of the hour. If you want to be somebody at any point during the show, here are the phone numbers. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Particularly keep those uh, handy for uh, the uh, Tom Lucas segment when yeah. we talk law. Ask the attorney. All right. So I set it up already talking about Watch Face Nation. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the Sunday morning talk shows. And uh, Bob Seifert, I think it is. Seifert, Seifert. Seaford, I believe, uh, did a 30-minute infomercial for the president, essentially. And here is uh, here's a portion of it, Dubs, and I want to see if it drives you insane. You know, when I used to cover the White House, every time I came to the White House, I mean, it, I still had some awe. It still was some awe for me. You are the president. Uh, when you stand up there <laughs> on that balcony and look out and see the Washington Monument, as a president, how does that I, I view it as an American, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, but I've never taken it for granted. I really haven't. It's, uh, um, you know, a lot of times I have things on my mind and maybe not pay close attention to the environment as I should. <laughs> but um, there's always something during the day that kind of snaps you out of it. Where mm -hmm. you, well, my goodness, what a yeah. here I am. What an honor. Yeah. yeah. And I meant what I said. I would. Uh, I would highly recommend this job for people. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, you don't see this as the great white prison, as no. Harry Truman said. Or... No, that's an inconvenience. Yeah. But I'm a volunteer. Yeah. Nobody made me run for president. And probably me of anybody else in the modern history knows what I was getting into. Because mm -hmm. I saw a good man here and watched mm -hmm. it carefully. But now I can't, I, 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 nobody should feel sorry for me. But, uh, and I certainly don't feel sorry for myself. But... You know, it's an inconvenience that you can't go to the Walmart or something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, the honor is, uh, uh, is fantastic, and the food's pretty good. You're a, you're a millionaire. You're not going to a Walmart. You've never been to a Walmart. Oh, come on. Maybe he has. 
No? You don't think uh You don't you think the president of the United States or anyone who has been is going to a Walmart? They don't even go remember that one time his dad, remember when his dad didn't know the price of milk or the price of bread and he had never been in a grocery store in like twenty years? I'm sure Barbara knew. No, I think he went there and they had the automated the the conveyor belts at the checkout and he was just aghast that like you put your food on the conveyor belt and it moves it automatically to the scanner. And that's the that's the freaking lie of hey I'm one of you I can't go to the Walmart. What you telling me you can't you wouldn't see uh, George W. Bush throwing on one of those all over uh, Tweety Bird shirts with Tweety Bird running into the back of it and the face popping through the front? I could see him wearing one of those. I think he'd love a Walmart. I think he does. He, it crushes he, him that he can't go anymore. He owned the Texas Rangers. He's not going to a Walmart yet. For some reason, he's running this gimmick of, hey, I'm one of you. I'm shopping at the uh, Smiley Face store. And I didn't even think about it. Now I want to dissect that uh, the whole minute seven or whatever it is. Hey, he doesn't pay much attention to the... Uh... The uh, uh, the environment. environment like he should <laughs> slips his mind. All right, people are saying that TV Sky Kid is like he doesn't pay attention to the environment. That's the most com- most honest comment he's ever said, <laughs> and he probably goes to Target. No, he goes to the Walmart, buys himself a nice uh, old number three hat. <laughs> I can see him doing it. I don't think he's lying. I think he loves the Walmart. Here's the problem. This is such. The gimmick of I am you. He's not. He went to what? Harvard. He went to Yale. Where they have Walmarts where he can go buy himself some Sam Choice root beer because he can't re- drink regular beer anymore. Um, I like Dr. Thunder. He owned the <laughs> Texas Rangers. He is the governor. He's the president. He's not one of you. He's so not even close to being one. His dad was in the CIA. Oil money. He's not going to a Walmart. What a lie! He is one of you. He goes to Walmart, he buys himself a back-off Yosemite Sam uh, trunk do- uh, floor mats and uh, enjoys himself just like everybody does. All right, play it again. And I want you to pause it at certain parts. Oh, boy. Maybe he goes to there and gets You know, when I used to cover the White House, every time I came to the White House, I mean, it, I still had some awe. It still was some awe for me. You are the president. Uh, when you Which is stand up there on that balcony <laughs> and look out and see the Washington Monument, as a president, how does that? I, I view it as an American, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, but I've never taken it for granted. All right, hold on. Let's stop there. Yes, you do, because you're never there. You're always on that stupid ranch in Crawford. You absolutely take it for granted. And I guarantee Crawford has a Walmart that he enjoys immensely. I guarantee you he's never been to the Crawford Walmart. That's not being fair, Hefe. He goes to Martha's Vineyard, too, which also has a Walmart. You don't know that. They haven't. It's uh, um, he, not he does take it for granted. It, it, people rarely... If you're a president, I would never leave. They got a bowling alley downstairs. They'd be inviting Dwight Howard over. No, I'm sure he goes to the Walmart, gets himself a nice compilation CD that's misleading that uh, is played by a completely different band than the original makers. What, do they have that at Walmart? Oh, yeah. Have you ever been just livid buying one of those CDs with all those compilations and it's done by, like, the the uh, 34th Street Band? <laughs> it pisses you off to high hell. I wanted to hear... Uh, 
Shake Your Money Maker by the real band. All right, K Mike says, of course he loves Walmart. It's the epitome of rich white corporation economically raping minorities in four countries. Now, do you think you just got a, a money for a plug there? Like people who go on Jimmy Kimmel? Now here's, get the, a... now, here's the ironic thing about this Walmart bit. He says it, and it drives me insane. The very first commercial out of the segment, going into the commercial break, Walmart! Walmart! He did a product placement. The president did a product placement, I'm saying. I'm willing to venture out and say it happened. A lot of times I have things on my mind and maybe not pay close attention to the environment as I should. But um, there's always something during the day that kind of snaps you out of it. Mm-hmm. Where you go, well, my goodness, what a... Yeah. Here I am. What an honor. Yeah. yeah. And I meant what I said. I would... Uh, I would highly recommend this job for okay, people. Okay, of course. Uh, everybody should be president. No kidding. Well, as he's speaking, I think anybody could be. Yeah, exactly. And that's the American dream. Hmm. It's, uh, you don't see this as the great white prison, as no. Harry Truman said. Or... No, that's an inconvenience. <laughs> but I'm a volunteer. Yeah. Nobody made me. The way you volunteered uh, for, what was it, Vietnam, and then skadoodled or skedaddled afterwards? I like skadoodled. I think that's a better way of saying it. Thank you. I'm creating new terms right here. You like the president? Actually, yes. <laughs> Andy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Andy? Hey, dude, man. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll beat it. He run for president. And probably me of anybody else in the modern history knows what I was getting into. Because mm-hmm. I saw a good man here and watched mm-hmm. it carefully. But now I can't... I, 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 Nobody should feel sorry for me, but, um, and I certainly don't feel sorry for myself. Good thing you said that, because I was. You know, it's an inconvenience that you can't go to the Walmart or something mm-hmm. like that. But on the other hand, and the honor and... Can't go to the Walmart and get my wife a nice little lingerie. And what is, uh, what's Seaford doing? Just going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you. Well, Seaford's probably never been to a Walmart. In fact, they don't even have Walmarts in uh, the D.C. area. They don't have them in Maryland. I know they have them. They have very few of them in Virginia, right? they got Walmarts in Maryland. Yeah. You have to go a little far out in yeah. Maryland to get to them, but they, they do right in Virginia, right over in Kingstown. Enjoy that one, Mr. President. Go get yourself uh, you a, know. Nathan, a Nathan's hot dog with some cheese fries. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of them have uh, McDonald's in there. That's why they don't sell supersize me. He could be a greeter after he gets out. <laughs> Just kind of waving with cowboy boots on. <laughs> that job he's qualified for. Smiling and just going along. He's a blue vester. <laughs> he doesn't even get the fancy orange one. No, blue. It's blue and red, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. Like America, red, white, and blue. Exactly. Those colors don't run. But our prices do. <laughs> right to the ground! I just, it it drove me insane. And Matt, you heard me you heard me listening to this and you heard me yelling? Yeah. I just couldn't stop. I'm like, why, how are people falling for this? The food's not bad either. No, not bad at all. I had me some, uh, some great value cheese sticks before I came here. Delicious. What is the, is that the great value? Is that the Walmart brand? Mm-hmm, that's their food brand. Great value. It is. Awful squirts. That should be the tech. Great value, awful squirts. Where else are you going to get like a 64-ounce soda for 62 cents? Exactly. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 
If you have any legal issues or questions, now's the time. It's Ask the Attorney with Tom Luca. LucaLaw.com, that's L-U-K-A-Law.com. The office number is 407-895-8887. Ask the Attorney. Uh, he was the Assistant State Attorney in Miami. He's been a, uh, a public defender here in town. And if you got some criminal stuff, I mean, he's handled everything, essentially. Murder, attempted murder, DUI, drug charges, burglary, armed robbery, domestic violence. You got questions for Tom Lugo? Call now on the hideout. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, here he is, uh, Tom Luca. What's going on, Mr. Luca? How are you? What's happening, fellas? Uh, you have a good week? Uh, I've had a busy week. Hey, that's always good, then. That's always very, very good. Now, I got a hypothetical for you. Okay. okay. Now, I will say this, and I have given this heretic your card. Now, now wait, I... is it? you're not going to say this is one of your friends, are you, Hefe? Uh, I'm going to say it's a listener. I'll, just, I'll leave it at that, okay? All right, so here it is. Uh, I actually gave him your card, and I'm like, you will probably need this at some point. Uh, call Tom Luca. So this heretic happened to be at the Super Bowl of Motorsports, and this heretic... What's the story? Who has the exact story on this? Do you have it, Chunks, on what happened um, at the Super Bowl of Motorsports with this heretic? I'll just say it. So apparently someone scratched a car, okay? And then a whole group of people got out to threaten this person. And then they got out of their car with a shotgun. Now, they didn't... I don't know what exactly was, you know, if any threats were made or if the shotgun was just held. But could that come back to bite you in the ass? And if so... um, what could you be charged with, and what what should you do? Sure. If you point, if that shotgun was pointed at any particular person, mm-hmm. and that person could later testify that they were legitimately in fear of being shot, you could be charged with what they call aggravated assault with a firearm, which carries a three-year minimum mandatory. And that three-year minimum mandatory applies to every single person you point that shotgun at. So if you point the shotgun at two people, that's actually six years. Ooh. If you point the shotgun at ten people, that's 30 years. Oh, my God. That's the way it works. What if there were a whole bunch of people in a parking lot? Like maybe literally 77,000. If they all come to court and testify, you're in big trouble. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Is there anything you can do as far as that is concerned? Sure. You just have to You have to make sure that no one is able to testify that the shotgun was pointed specifically at them and then that that person made no specific threat to shoot anyone. Now, could you do it? Could you do a thing of, and this is completely hypothetical. By the way, if you have questions for Ask the Attorney, you should call now. Uh, Tom Luca here in the case in the hideout. Let's say you take it out, and it's not loaded, and you don't point it at anybody, but you just kind of have it there. You're kind of resting on it like it's a walking like, cane. Like it's a cane. Just so, is, and then you just kind of be like, and then you say this, what bitches? <laughs> Is that enough to get you that minimum three year? That may that's somewhat borderline. You might be okay with uh, a 
either one of two things. Either you're uh, a first-degree misdemeanor, which is improper exhibition of a weapon uh, or a firearm in this case, or um, you could be looking at, you know, it's one of those gray areas that it depends if that guy thought what bitch meant I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> yeah, like, what bitch am I taking out tonight? Yeah, exactly. Uh-uh. <laughs> Which one of you is going? <laughs> yeah, Tommy. What? Ask the attorney with Tom Luke on Real Radio 104.1. What if you just had a gun and you happen to be like, let's say some guys are kind of getting your face and you just sort of accidentally let it show up, like, oh, yeah, man, it's a really good day. I uh, went to the shooting range you earlier. Yeah. You're, wearing a, you're wearing kind of a belly shirt and you yawn. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> what's the deal? We got a, we got an argument going on here or something? Just kind of the same thing where you just, it has to be shown, right? Yeah, you're okay. You might, you, you might be okay in that specific thing if you don't intentionally show it to them. Like you, like you said, but you also got to worry about that's also a felony. Doesn't carry a minimum mandatory, but carrying a concealed firearm is a third degree felony. Ooh, damn! What so if you said license to carry a firearm on your person? Be like Doughboy and Boys in the Hood. We got problem here. We got problem. We got problem here. Uh, it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. When they're on Crenshaw. Um, right. Yeah, and then then the guy runs down the street and fires an Uzi off in the air and breaks up the whole party. Yeah, then every, a mess after then that. everything goes to hell from there. Um, all right, let's go. Let's take some questions. His power lies in his hair. Now, uh, <laughs> Jerry Curl activator everywhere. If you, uh, uh, that's such a great He's movie. He's like thirty. Why is he messing with teenage? Uh, ask the attorney with Tom Luca. If you are maybe afraid to call up on the air and get your question heard, you can get a free consultation at four zero seven eight nine five eighty eight eighty seven or LucaLaw.com. Let's go to the Sofa King in Claremont. Sofa King, what's going on, buddy? What are you hey, got? How you doing? Hey, dude. Go ahead. How you doing, Luca? Uh, I was wondering. You were talking before about uh, points being charged against your or against your freedom. Yes. Even if you're only charged with the crime. No, no, no. They have to be convictions. Oh, it has. But to be if a you're charged, well, I take that back. Prior convictions count as a certain number of points, and then plus whatever charges are currently pending against you also carry a number of points. But they they don't stick unless they're convicted. That's correct. Okay, so you, the. They, uh, you have priors, and then you're charged with more. You're uh, because of your priors. That's correct. Your convictions are po- count as points, and then whatever you're currently being charged with counts as points. But they they may not stick if you aren't convicted. That's correct. Uh four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's get a stamper in Bear Lake. You next up and ask the attorney with Tom Luca. What do you got, stamper? What up, hideout? Hey, this brings me to that question I had for you all the other night. Mm-hmm. If I pull up on a, you know, say an undercover cop posing as a prostitute, and I say, you know, I'll give you twenty bucks, that's a crime. That is a but crime. What if, what if I pull up and say, I bet you twenty bucks you won't, and she says, well, I bet you twenty bucks I will, then it's illegal gambling, right? <laughs> now, that, 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 now here's the thing. This is Stamper, and you brought this up the other night, and your phone's cutting out, so uh, hang up and listen. It actually still is solicitation. Oh! Unfortunately, people have tried that before and tried that defense. What if you just buy a pencil from them for 20 bucks and she happens to do a little extra? <laughs> Again... Isn't that the way that you... They get around scalping. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that the way, too, where it's kind of like um, you're buying my company... You're not buying sex, like the escort services, right? Yeah, exactly. You're buying my time. You're not actually buying sex. The sex is something I choose to do apart from the uh, well, the time. It's commitment. funny how the escorts usually fall in love. 
You know? <laughs> or how you just, you happen to be that charming. And they never call you again. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. It's Ask the Attorney with, uh, with Tom Luca. Let's go to uh, Randy in Pine Hills. Uh, actually, no, this is Jason in Pine Hills. What do you got, Jason? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, Jason. Hey, I got a rather odd one for you. It's not, you know, just going to get crazy. Um, I was convicted as a juvenile for second-degree attempted murder, right? Okay. And um, same judge, many years later, gives me uh, custody of my children. You know, knowing full, you know, knowing my case full well. Now I'm going, I want to go get, go for clemency. Would I have a chance in hell for it? What do you mean by clemency? Are you talking about trying to get a pardon? Yes. Okay. You would have a chance, but keep in mind that you can only get a pardon from the governor. You cannot get a pardon from the judge. Right. Uh, as a juvenile, though, if you were convicted as a juvenile, or were you convicted as an adult while you were a juvenile? No, I was convicted as a juvenile. I was convicted of some stuff on my adult record, oh. and when they went for points on that, yeah, then that, it had, yeah, they opened it back up. No, it went. It was actually counted for zero points. All right, so, so the points didn't go against you, even though you were convicted. Whenever you, because later on you got cut, brought up on some stuff as an adult. But the thing that happened to you as a juvenile didn't get that didn't count against you essentially, right? Exactly. Well, you got very lucky because actually it's supposed to count against you. So you actually lucked out big time by them not catching that. So right. is it in his best interest maybe not to go out, go back and try to bring it back up? No, but or? he can always go and he can always go and appeal and and apply for a pardon to the governor's office. You just have to call up to Tallahassee. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but. To the governor's office and ask for the uh, the pardon. There's a pardon office, and they will uh, send you a form you fill out, send it back, and you gotta get it notarized. Send your fingerprints up there, and usually in about a couple of months they give you an answer back. All right, there you uh, go, Jason. All right, I appreciate it. You bet. You. If you no have problem. any more questions, uh, ask the attorney. Call him in his office. 407-895-8887. That's 407-895-8887 or lucalaw.com. Here's what I'd like to do, Tom, if you uh, if you can. How about you come, you're available to come in studio next week? Yeah, sure. Let, let's do this cuz we're going to have to cut it short cuz we're uh, we're backed up on time, running a little late from the beginning of the show. Let's do this next week we'll get a full half hour plus in with uh with Tom Luca, ask the attorney all your questions. That sounds sound? good. In the in the studio. All right, in studio. Tom Live. making an appearance. It's going to be awesome. Uh, again, LucaLaw.com, L-U-K-A-Law.com, or again, if you didn't get through now, and it's a free consultation. So uh, Tom, obviously, as you can tell, is an easy guy to talk to. Uh, his uh, office number is 407-895-8887. We will actually see you next week, Tom. All right. That is correct. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you then. All right. Thanks for having me on. Later, right, buddy. buddy. Uh, we'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041-STAR-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Congratulations to James Mangan of Altamont Springs. He's the second qualifier for the Hideout Wholesale Furniture Market 2006 Bowl Bowl featuring Matt Albert. Another chance to get qualified to win that luxurious $1,000 recliner coming up. 
in about an hour. 9.15 and 10.15, your next chance is to get qualified tonight. So you want to hang tight. Um, and, of course, you'll dial 407-916-1041, All right, J-Dubs. So I was listening to Monsters this morning while working out, and uh, Russ is out of town. Mm-hmm. Dirty Jim was hosting. And he brought up the fact that he says, dude, too much. And now they were kind of chatting about the fact that do you think dude is something that you could still say? Because I think we all say it. Oh, yeah, we all say dude. Has it ever? It hadn't gone out of style, though, right? Uh, I think you can use it in in non-stylish ways, you know? Like uh, if you try to do the surfer lingo type dude, <laughs> that, that's, that isn't cool anymore. But I think you can still throw the dude out. You know the Canadians make fun of us for how many times we say dude and man. Screw them. With all their oil and water. An A. And a boot. Dollar. Hoose. What do they call it? Dollar? Dollar. How many dollars does that cost? They got no leg to stand on that. And they use the metric system, too. Try buying gas over there. It's a pain in the ass. Well, you know what, though? We all should be using the metric system. No, everybody should adhere to what we use. No, the rest of the world's using the metric system. It's why they call it standard, because it's good and it should be the standard around the world. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I actually saw this online, all right, Dubs? All right. What do you think about the word cool? Is it still all right to use the word cool? With a K. And E-W in the middle. Yeah, you're a dumbass because you do, you do that all the time when I am. Dubs. It's always cool with a K, my friend. Cool That's, with hot, a K. Chick. That's hot chick smelling when I am. I'm K-E-W-L. <laughs> all right. But apparently they even did this study. There was a study that was done by some linguists or something or other. Who said that it's okay, the word cool is still all right. Yeah. But then they had an entire list of words that do not hold up. Is hot still in? Oh. That's hot. I think Paris Hilton killed it, didn't yeah. she? Yeah. Now, here's the other question you got to think about, too, and this is a, quite, to be quite honest. Is it out of style whenever it reaches middle America? Like when people in Lubbock, Omaha... Something like that. That's yeah. So hot. Well, they, uh, they, they can. They're usually the last people to get it, you know. And usually by that time, the the trickle down so slow that it's usually I saw by then. Would you say it's played? Uh, I don't use the played thing. Is it played out? All right. Let me go over some of these words. Okay. You. Would it be more trifling? <laughs> now, you'll pick up on a theme here when I list off these words. And by the way, if you have any words that you figure, 407 916 Don't be racist. I said figure. I know they're, they're usually the figure. people that come up with this. Come yeah. on. That's that's only for doves. Three times a month. A day. Ruth and, Co- Ruth and Coco, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Ruth? Uh, well, I'm actually, like I was telling the uh, guy that answered the phone, I'm a little bit older than I'm 54. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot that's back hot. in the that's 70s. So hot. Right. Excuse me? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. No, back in the 70s, uh, anybody answered a question with really. And if you're trying to have an intelligent conversation and all you get out of the person was really, then uh, and that was that seems that was really overused a lot. Really? Yeah, as you, uh-huh. just, as yeah. you just used See? it. <laughs> as we all use it. Really and like, I say, are over overused and more than usual, it happens to be where it's, it's just kind of filler while That's you're trying what? to... Well, you're trying to think about yeah. something. That's yeah. like really so. Really, to come out in the '70s, though. I think that's when that um. Pre- appreciate like it, Ruth. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you like you know, like uh, and really um, 
It's just a way to kind of stretch out while you catch your thoughts. According to this uh, study, mm-hmm. here's some of the few ones. Groovy. Groovy. That's been in for a while. It made a little comeback, though, right? Did it? No, I don't know. Neato. If you say Neato Bandito, <laughs> then it's fine. That was Frito Bandito. How about this one? Don't. I'll have this right here. You don't have to get. That was it. actually a real character in I the seventies. <laughs> yeah, that was a very stereotypical Mexican. I wouldn't. Hey, hey, hey don't be stereotypical to my brother, guys. Yeah, I don't even. We'll, we'll save that. Uh, hip, slick, keen. I like the band. Chill, chill. Uh, I think chill holds up. It, now, if it, someone overuses it. I could say, okay, you use that way too much, but if you throw, throw it out every once in a while, it's fine. Like, that's chill. What, what about the word chillax? What's chillax? <laughs> when you chill and relax. <laughs> I've heard that, and I'm like, oh, my God, did you actually go there? <laughs> How about did you go there? Oh, I should probably stop using What about the word seriously? I use the word seriously a lot. I think seriously? we all do. Seriously. Actually, sometimes when I go back, Mm-hmm. And listen to stuff like listen to old segments. I'm be like, oh man, yeah. how many times did I say seriously there? Yeah, the crutch. <laughs> how many times did I say actually? RK and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. What's up, hideout? Yeah, you do. Hey, no, I just never thought one thing. You always say, uh, you always say also too rather than saying also. You say also too. It's kind of redundant. But uh, one other thing, man, I thought I heard Jada uh, say that the uh, baby that they found in the river wasn't. Uh, of course, it wasn't a black baby because, you know. All right. Couldn't uh, oh, come on. What the hell? <laughs> well, some stereotypes, they hold up. <laughs> I didn't realize I said also, too. You do. I never really picked up on it, but once he said, you know, when you're setting up stuff, also, too, coming up in the hideout. One of the things, Dubs, is that in radio, mm-hmm. you always have crutches. Oh, yeah. You're constantly, because you're talking four hours a night. And you need some time to. You know, kind of, and probably one of mine is, you know, uh, catch your thinking up with what your mouth is going with. Right. 407916, I'm sure that's one, right. 407916 We've opened up a, a floodgate of people <laughs> coming up with our crutches. Oh, and even too, just the words that you hate. Even too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> now it's just going to be all night. We're going to be sitting here thinking, oh man. <laughs> Jeff in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? All right, brother. Hey, how about right on? All right, is right on was not on this list, although right on should be. Yeah, I say played out. Played out. I think that one's played out. All right, here, let me give you a few other ones. Fat with a PH. Off the hook. Gag off me with the a... hook or off the hook? <laughs> Duh. Uh, gag me with a spoon. Oh, come on. That was, what was that, 87? <laughs> as if. Yeah, as if went out after Clueless. <laughs> uh-uh. Talk to the hand. Deaf. Copacetic. Oh, man. I like because of one local H song. <laughs> Everybody knows the word. Do we have that local H bound to the floor? I hated that song, too. That one I don't mind. Uh, now all of a sudden everybody knows. Yeah, man. You know who used to say this all the time? This would mean nothing to people here. Fidel. 
I'm copacetic. Our, our old uh, producer before Tommy Bateman. Producer in quotes. My, my cousin always used to say, I'm, I'm pretty stellar right now after Incubus came out. <laughs> I'm pretty stellar. <laughs> JT and Mount Dora, you're in the hideout. What's up, JT? Actually, uh, basically, what I was actually wanting to call them basically say <laughs> is um, that I was basically wanting to say right, cool ass. beans is the worst. Cool beans. cool beans. Anybody that says cool beans can go to hell. Right. I uh, hear here a few other ones. Fab. Rad. The bomb, whack. Oh, right on was on there. Right on. Um, the fuzz. You know what a big one in high school was for us? Golden. Yeah, I'm golden. Or what about showered? What about that's tight. It's like fat boy underwear. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. I don't know anybody that says any of these things. Really? I think well, probably because I'd weed him out. If they did say it, I'd probably punch him in the face and never talk to him again. You're on a radio show. That, that's all we do. Yeah, I don't know the people. Though. I don't True know that. Oh God. <laughs> How about peace? All right, massage girl Kimmy has a good one. Stoked. Pretty stoked right now. Are you psyched about it? I used that one earlier today. <laughs> Somebody told me something. I go, wow, I'm stoked for you. <laughs> now I think back. I want to punch myself in my mouth just for saying stoked. <laughs> Whoever you told I to uh, was saying the same thing. Did he just say stoked? What era is stoked from anyway? I don't know. Sounds like you're getting ready for a porn scene. <clears throat> you know what one uh, that bothers me? I'm getting, getting fluffed. stoked. <laughs> you know uh, what one bothers me about chunks? Dames. Yeah, broads. Yeah, dames, broads. Hey, that's classic. Big bomb bimbos. <laughs> Brad, you're in the high down road radio. What do you got, Brad? You know, uh, a phrase from the uh, 80s, no doubt. No nope. doubt. When you're agreeing with somebody. Oh, no doubt about it. No doubt. It's just a, I agree with you. How about saying that? <laughs> Instead, it's no doubt. Now let me ask you this, and we'll and four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one. Does it go out of style? Like some of the words you see are you could use it as slang. Does it go out of style when white people really start overusing it? Not only when white people start overusing it, when you see it on a Sunday morning cartoon. When a Sunday morning cartoon is ta- talking about bling, that's when you know, all right. Or when you see it on a newscast. Uh, when we're talking about a rapper. It's like, this rapper's really got some bling. Huh? Sign his bling check. <laughs> right. Let's go to the stocks to check out our new bling. <laughs> Anytime the E Channel uses it. Yeah. yeah. E Channel will catch it really light and beat the hell out of it. Kelly Ripa. Matt Albert, did you have a lot of, being black, did you have a lot of black friends or did you kind of mix in with everybody? Uh, Mute Rob. <laughs> That's your only black friend, is he Mute Rob. Mi- he's the guy who black. he's mixed. The guy who doesn't even have any taglines because he doesn't speak so. at all. So as if he types and there's no sound. <laughs> right. So because period silence. <laughs> a lot, silent a lot of my buddies who who were black when I was growing up, whenever white people would start to do it, they'd have to stop. So with the whole like overalls. Mm-hmm. First it was. Just gonna wear overalls, and then it was one off. One off, and so I'm like, all right. So that's what. And then all the white people started doing one off. Then what they started to do was take both of them off and hook them down below. 
And I'm like, why are you doing that? And he's like, all the white people are doing it. We got to change it up a little bit. <laughs> the funny thing about the uh, the bib overalls with the one thing off of them, I went uh, back to Fallerville like two years ago, and I saw a guy walking around like that. <laughs> two years ago, doing the bib overall thing with the one down. It was no shirt underneath it. To him, it was still 1992, and he was listening to Color Me Bad. Oddly enough, he had a test tattoo. Did they start making uh, the peop- the kids at your school like buckle them up above their shoulders? Like That was oh, in no. our dress code for a year. Well, and then eventually, it's so funny, because after having them both down and the white people started doing that, instead of just giving up overalls, it came back around full circle where they wore both of them on top again. It got uh, so far to the point where they're making uh, these stupid dress code things. Those unbutton your fly T-shirts were banned in our school. Greg and Lake Mary, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Greg? Greg, Greg. Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead, buddy. They, you know, they be using I'm Rick James, bitch, way too often. I, I'm Rick James, bitch. <sighs> it's probably out. Gibbs, he says bitches a lot. Just every break, I go back there and it's just bitches for some for some reason. Talking about women or just? No, he just says I'm out, bitches. I'm not sure why. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Half and Dubs live on a Monday night. This is one. Getting jiggy with it. Uh huh. I'm jiggy with it. <laughs> Talking about those terms you can't even say anymore. Otherwise, you just look at like, hey, come on, join us in 2006, please. In fact. Uh, I watched a movie today mm-hmm. littered with those uh, words. House Party? No, but I love that movie. Switch! You smell, you smell. Swingers. Yeah. I watched Swingers today, and I, I do love it. And It's like listening to Mornings over in uh, Washington, D.C. Uh. <laughs> Money. And Middays in... Bo- oh. Hmm. Not mornings. No, yeah. He's talking about big old uh, dukes. Yeah. But, but it was, you know, you're so money and you don't even know it. Or look at all the beautiful babies. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think you could say it then when it came out, what, in 96 or whatever. But now if you try to bring that back, too. And you notice that it comes in circles. Great movie still. I still oh, enjoy the movie. The, but the lingo is just so outdated. If it weren't for the lingo, I think that movie would hold up regardless. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many classic references, too. Like, after the guy pulls the gun and he goes, Didn't you watch Boys in the Hood? Don't you know that one of us has to get killed now? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that's so brilliant. And they're just sitting there playing uh, the, the Sega version of yeah. NHL, like, oh. what, 96 or 97? Yeah. Wants to make Gretzky bleed. <laughs> it was a great that's, movie. That, you always try to do that, too. You try to send him through the, uh, the uh, glass or make him bleed. Yeah. Let's go to Brian, who's in his car here in the hideout. What's up, Brian? Uh, hey, guys. What's up? Um, all right. I got to give you this one in an example. Like, uh, I think I'm going to quit smoking weed. Not. <laughs> yeah, not is actually, it made this list of words that you can't even uh, bust out there anymore. I think Wayne's World killed that one. That's what it was from, Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. It was before that, but Wayne's World totally killed it. She will be mine. Oh, yes, she will be mine. Not! Let's go to Wookie X uh, in St. Cloud. What's up, Wookie X? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, um, have you guys mentioned Fly or Dope? I just tuned in like 10 minutes ago. Now, Fly and Dope, I uh, didn't mention them, but they were on the list. Yeah, okay. fl- both of them. What about Solid? 
Solid. I think you could probably get away with solid, depending on how you use it. If, yeah. you, if you use it with the fist pound, now. What about do me a solid? Fist pound has got to be completely out. I mean, that's completely 70. But see, 70s, I think, maybe is long enough to be cool. Yeah, there, there's like a waiting period where it's really dorky for a while, but then it comes back. I, we are the English language. We only have so many words, so they have to be recycled every once in a while. Oh, you just add an izzle to it, and then it's all usable. Again. Isable. I, now, let me ask you this. Can you, like, you can't really be here in 2006 saying anything from the 90s, right? No. But you could do something from the 80s and get away with it. Bitchin'. Tubular. I right, know. Bitchin' and tubular aren't coming back. Gnarly. Bitchin' will come back. <laughs> I guarantee Bitchin' will be back with a vengeance. And I wish I could say the T word. They'll be back, too. <laughs> Bodacious. All right, write it down for me. The T word. It's only four letters. Oh, well, that made a little bit of a resurgence. Oh, Dude, that's T's. <laughs> that did come back. I, I say it all the time. And you know why? <laughs> it's not back. <laughs> no, South Park. When Cartman went through his phase of saying that. But he was uh, totally making fun of it, too. I know, but it it worked its way into my vernacular. I've never heard it before until I got down here and you just kept saying it over and over again. Like, am I in dazed and confused? I just felt like, what am I doing? That would be enough to be able to, like, reason to be on satellite alone, just so you could say that all the time. (laughs) I think that's great. All right. Remember, we, we even went through this phase where we wanted to bring back words. Sissy. Yeah, sissy was one we always wanted to try to bring back. I think it's a great word. All right, you want to start doing the bitching gimmick? All right. That was a bitching call, man. <laughs> I don't like it. It's so it's Dude, like, that segment was bitching. Right, we have to, though. Here's the thing. We have to at, at least establish from henceforth, mark the tape, from henceforth, Dubs running is running a bitching gimmick. Bitching. And so when he throws out bitching... You're in on the joke. Everybody else is going to be like, this son of a bitch is stuck in 1987. <laughs> Let's go to Brandon in Polk County here in the hideout. What's up, Brandon? That's a good word, fellas. What you got? <laughs> hey, what about killer? That's hmm. a terrible one. Mm. How much was that over Yeah, I would say killers run its course. And, and also any white guy that says homie. Yeah, homie. What's the other Dog. One? What about brother? <laughs> Nothing wrong, brother. Uh, yeah, it is. Broham. <laughs> what about bruh? Bruh? How do you can go with brah? Brah. What's up, bruh? Bro. Cuz. Kid. By the way, dro. Dro is in. Cousin. What's up, son? <laughs> right, right, I, right, I, right. I like the son thing. <laughs> you got be able to say it right, though. It's pretty bitching. <laughs> All right, I hate the gimmick already. It lasted, I'm going to drive you nuts with the It lasted a minute 40. Here's the problem. <laughs> you can't have people who listen to the show and maybe you're interested. You know what I mean? Like maybe expanding the show. And they hear you saying bitchin'. Listen, we have bitchin' listeners in a bitchin' city. I think they'll understand. Oh. This, is, this is getting braggadocious. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Buzzy in Lake County here in the hideout. Gentlemen, hey, yo. excellent, uh, plus uh, Moe's always going to stand, too. Moe's always going to go through the ages. Speaking of, do you hear the new news? What's hmm. that? Heath Ledger's dating Jimmy D. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy D wishes. 
be a bitchin' new couple. All right. Please. Razzmatazz. Nah, man. <laughs> You're bonafide. <laughs> That's from Home for the World. That's the only thing I got from that movie. I used to try to bring that back, that word. <laughs> Which one? Bonafide. <laughs> She's a bonafide hottie. Melvin's bonafide. Do you have to do it in the slave voice? Or? <laughs> well, I, that was southern for me. <laughs> Just tell Hello me. there. <laughs> bonafide, boss. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Chamba Wamba. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Just the words, phrases, and now even kind of clothes you can't wear anymore. I thought of two words. All right, I got this one from Jay Mizzle. Psych. Or Psychaberry. Psychaberry? (laughs) What's that, a new Kellogg uh, cereal? I guess. What did you have, Tommy? They actually are still cool, though. Gaylord and Gaywad. (laughs) Gaywad? Queer bait. <laughs> I forgot about gay one. Whatever, gay lord. <laughs> hey, by the way, taking it into the clothes realm, I can't say that stupid. Uh, taking it into the clothes realm, I was watching What About Bob over the weekend, mm-hmm. oh. another classic movie. And one of the things that struck me was in the movie, the short shorts. Mm-hmm. Will there ever be a time where shorts that are above the knee are back in? I'll tell you what's very uncomfortable. Watching like a early or mid-80s basketball game. John Stockton shorts? Yeah. I was watching Jaws today. And just the short shorts on Richard Crenna and Richard Dreyfus. I was like, oh, I can't watch this. I'm going to see a, it was, a frog eye. Yeah. It was <laughs> a frog eye on the seam. Oh, God. It was me with Richard Dreyfus and what about Bob? And just the incredibly short shorts. And will those ever? I couldn't the imagine. The smugglers. I couldn't even imagine wearing short shorts again. Everything for me has to at least be past the knee. Did you feel like you're watching a bunch of gay lords on there? <laughs> gay lords. <laughs> Staring at me like a gay lord. Let's go to uh, JJ in Tampa. You're in the hideout. We got JJ. You got peeps and duh. Duh is done, I My think. My peeps. You can't say duh anymore. Peeps? Mm, I think if you're black, you still get away with it. No. I think if you're black, your your friends beat you up for that, too. You're right. You're probably going to catch a lot of hell. What about my boo? I boo was never in for me. Uh, Mid nineties or late nineties it was. For two songs, it was one song, maybe two. Still works on Moy. <laughs> Is this that my boo song? Yeah. It drives me crazy. I can't even know how would you use an affectionate term derived from Jigaboo. I just don't even know how you how you go there. Boy, you should know that. Chris and Altamont, you're in the hideout. We got Chris. Got a couple words for you here. Uh, How about gnarly, bodacious, and radical? Anything out of Bill and Ted's excellent and bogus adventures. Okay, and the ultimate is uh, the bomb. The bomb. Unless it's a hot sauce. Thank you, Chris. The bomb booty. Now, how about uh, fanny packs? Will those ever come back? I wore one about Uh, a year ago. A year ago. I, I oh, yeah, you were wearing it to work out. I would wear a fanny pack. What a gay one. Well, here's the thing, man. <laughs> it was when I had an iPod, and they hadn't really come out with the straps yet for it where you could wear it on your arms. No so excuse. I threw it in my fanny pack. No excuse. And remember, well, the, the, hold on. The funny part is, my fanny pack, like you already had it sitting there waiting. Now, here's the other thing, too. I got to find a... 
an outfit I can wear this with. Now, here's the other thing I had, too. Um, fanny packs are great because it's not quite as big as a backpack, but it does the job. Other thing I used to do, and I've told this before on the air, I would tan wearing the fanny pack and nothing else so that it wouldn't uh, burn my junk. thought. All right, now, were you in a hex or a laydown? Hex. How would you cover the back? <laughs> no, I'm not worried about that. Were you wearing, like, a thong? I'm not wearing the straps riding up the crack? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not worried about my ass, but I'd have it right here. Covered. What do you mean you aren't worried about the back? You still hang, and the light comes back. Eh, I don't. <laughs> and then I'm like this, so I'm like I'm holding oh. on like this. What a I'm gay one. <laughs> Can you imagine the, uh, you you would have a meat spin um, tan line from that thing. <laughs> I did. Uh, go, to, go, go to meatspin.com 18 and over to see Hefe's tan line. And then after that, go to meatstun.com. What about anything neon, like the neon caps or the neon uh, sunglasses that people used to wear? The, the problem with those, or the good thing about those, you break them, you can send them in with a complaint letter and get a whole box of them, just like on summer school. <laughs> <laughs> summer school. That's when I ain't go on. That was a great flick. Uh, Bethany, ladies first in the hideout. Sure, Bethany and, with the dog. and Sanford. Hey, guys. What you got? Um, how about the phrase, I S you not, or you've got to be S-ing me? I, here's the here's the problem, though. In radio, we have to keep those. Yeah, those are our only way. And the other thing, too, is that everyone, like, curse words very rarely go out of style. Can you think of a curse word? And I, obviously, we can't have you say it. Mm-hmm. But are there any curse words that are out of style? No, I think all of them are still bitching. Stop. What? What a fanny pack boy. Jeff yeah. on 417, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jeff? Fanny packs are sweet, daddy-o. <laughs> Later. Daddy-o. I wore a fanny pack when I was eight. Sure, I thought it was great because, you know, <laughs> my mom had one. I'm thinking I'm growing up. But you were like 26. I was 27. Why did you still have one? Why did you still have one as an option to wear? I got it from a gym in Michigan. Did you buy it? It was given to me. It was given to me by the gym owner. In exchange for what, a BJ? What's going on here? (laughs) I don't understand. I used to to ride my bike, and I didn't want. I didn't need a whole backpack. And I don't like things in my pockets. <laughs> so that's what the fanny pack is there for. So you'd rather go gay, then. There's nothing wrong with a fanny pack. Oh, now they're bitching. It has fanny in the title. <laughs> well, How then, gay can you, I, you, you know, here's pat me on my fanny? Here's the problem. If you switch the name of it, if you didn't call it a fanny pack and you called, you gave it some other cool name... You're going to pack my fanny? It'd be, uh, it'd be hip. Isolate that. <laughs> Isolate that. No. Dude, I think that'll fit my fanny pack. <laughs> oh, it's just the right size to fit my fanny pack. <laughs> Kelly in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kelly? What's up, hideout? Yo. I miss my hammer pants. A hammer with pants? Or Zubas. With oh. the Velcro in the front, and you make them real tight, then they balloon out. You can Velcro them around your ankles. Come in assorted colors, tie-dye, no, leopard, cheetah. Uh, here's the funny thing I'm thinking about this, Kelly. All of this stuff, for some reason, is still acceptable in the gym. Now that I think about it. Fanny packs, <laughs> hammer pants, they're all still there. Or, jer- or, or jersey. These were Those were like the most comfortable things in the world, though. It's like going anywhere in your uh, pajamas. 
Joey Bonifuco made the Zuba pants go out of mm-hmm. style. Well, jams. We talk about jams all the time. I wish, I'm wish. i surprised jams haven't come back with long shorts being back. But you can't wear, like, denim long shorts, even though Dubs is now. Hey, they're comfortable. they got to be the cargo kind of... Uh, khaki green camouflage that like that's the it thing to do right now we're so hip dubs i think we're still behind i think you think it's the hip thing to do but I, it's not i know we're incredibly behind you know who uh, here's the other thing that's i find out too while i'm watching the movie uh swingers you know gibbs's friends who come in mm-hmm. with their whole alternative emo am i gay am i not look mm-hmm. kind of queer baitish right <laughs> Definitely not bitching. Gay wads. A lot of wads in that. <laughs> and oh, that's I just like their that hair. One. <laughs> a lot of wads in that group. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ronnie James Dio, I'm your gay lord. <laughs> so anyway, I want to be your dragon. They're gonna go back and look at that, and just be like, "What was I thinking?" Don't you think your friends are? They're gonna look at their because you don't even you don't fit in with your friends in the way you dress, Gibbs, do you? No, not right now. They're all kind of quote unquote hip. Yeah. But they're all wearing the uniform, the yeah. hip uniform. Like here's what we're doing to not look like you, but we're all doing the same thing. Don't, when they're, they're, don't when they're, be ashamed when they're older. Yeah, when they're 32 with their head in another man's lap, they'll think back to it. <laughs> Man, what was I doing how did when I, I was 18? How did I get here? Oh yeah. They'll ask themselves why they wore a scarf on a hot day. Exactly. What is that? You don't need a scarf in Florida. Sissy. Uh, ladies first in the hideout. Go ahead, Stephanie and Lake Mary. What do you got, Stephanie? Hey, the body glove shirts where you touch them and they change colors. Ah, hypercolor. Yes. Hypercolors. Well, why did that never stick? I don't know. Maybe because like they didn't last that long. Like the shirts after a few washes would like lose their effect. And then you have just have people and. If you're a sweaty man, you can never wear those because yeah. the, the armpits just change color on you all day. <laughs> Do you think the hip hop fashion, like the real baggy clothes or like the the big like platinum chains, will ever go out? It's oh, been yeah. around. It's been around for a while, especially the baggy clothes. It won't go out until until like the hip hop community's sick of it, and then they'll change it, and all the white folks will hop on the bandwagon and change with it. You think the pump shoes will ever come back? I think I they have. So. Have they really? I think they actually released a new version of the pumps in the last year. How about the light up? <laughs> LA gear. Now do you, now are the new pumps the uh the ones with the little roller in the bottom? Are those like the new thing that are gonna be the I, real lame thing when I people are? I think these were what they called smart shoes. And so every time you put them on, they would self pump to fit your foot. I I understand that, but I'm I'm just saying this generation's pumps are the ones with the little roller skate in the bottom of it. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I think that that's going to be the case of, do you think those, uh, like, ten years from now, wondering if the skate shoes are going to come back? Ladies first in the hideout, Shannon in Palm Bay. What do you got, Shannon? Rolling up the bottom of your jeans. Ah, uh, yeah. Here's the problem. I still have to do that because I'm a little thicker on the waist, and I have so I have to go ahead and get the longer pants. And then I still have to roll them up. But you're, remember when you used to do a whole thing, though, oh, of you tuck? Fold, you fold it over, you tuck, and you roll. Right. And then the same thing of rolling up your sleeves. With Man. your cigarettes in it. Right. Thank you, uh, Shannon. <laughs> Let's go to Bob and Delaney here in the hideout. What do you got, Bob? One thing that I started saying about two years ago, and now everyone I know is saying that I've had to stop is good times. Good times. You know, who I, you know who I blame that on? 
Have Adam a Carolla. busy evening. Big O. Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla, I think, really brought that one. Good times. Yeah, good times. On that Love Line show. Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo. He's pretty bitching. It's kind of a wad. <laughs> I like the I like the wad thing. Because then you're like, eh, what does that mean? Going back to jeans, do you ever think those awful, like, black stonewashed jeans like A.C. Slater used to wear on Saved by the Battle of the Comeback? I was looking for those. Because I was going to buy them and wear them. I swear to God, I want some black acid or stonewashed jeans. What if they were just blue? If they were very well washed, like stonewashed or acid washed, I'd wear them. But yeah, A.C. Slater killed those. The bastard. <laughs> Is it really his fault? Yes. A lot of things can be blamed on Mario Lopez. All right, let's take a break. 9 11. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Lopez, that was on your watch. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio. You had the intelligence. 104.1. <laughs> Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Almost your time to win some prizes, including Ultimate Fighting Championship Boiling Point on DVD coming to DVD February seventh. UFC fifty four Boiling Point features one of the most anticipated battles of the Ultimate Fighting Championship before a sold out crowd at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Was it Chuck Liddell and Jimmy Horn? Jeremy Horn. Jeremy Horn. Plus Mike Van Arsdale versus the natural Randy Couture in a great fight, by the way. And Diego Sanchez from the Ultimate Fighter TV show, uh, battling Brian Gassaway. So, Chuck Lydell takes Sounds on sexy. Jeremy Horn. Also coming to DVD, UFC 4748 Ultimate 2 Prac. So, alright, Dubs, you ready for uh, whose weekend was it? I am. Let's do it. Sometimes dangerous, occasionally educational, and almost always embarrassing. The following are actual events that happened to a hideout member during the weekend, and while it may be best not to relive these events, for entertainment purposes, we do so anyway. So call now and play. Weekend was it? Alright, unlike former times, Dubs, we will just you get one chance, and one chance only. So one for, done. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Ladies first, as usual, we'll go to Sarah. Sarah, you ready? Yes. All right, here is uh, Matt Albert, your host. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member discovered a new feature on his car. Discovered a new feature on his car. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks, who discovered a new feature on their car? Um, Dubs? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. It was me. What did you find on your car? I just got a Scion from Thurston's, mm-hmm. uh, and I love it. I absolutely am in love with my car. Well, and Thurston's knows how to hook you up. Oh, they hooked both of us up. Just about everybody here has hooked us up. They've uh, hooked up. So I love the car. And it was a little added bonus. Now, Friday night we're on our way out to go uh, after party with the Heretics. We were bowling. bowling. Mm-hmm. And so Matt Albert and I are in the car, and we look down... And our feet are glowing. And I look at him like, have you seen this before? And we were both completely at a loss. As it turns out, I guess whoever had the car before me put like a little 
neon dark blue strip. Ah, nice little neon line down the bottom. Underneath the um, dashboard. I have a theory. I believe that uh, Brian Peppers put it down there so you can see your ankles. Okay. Get a nice uh, Here's little area pro- to bite it. Here's the problem. I hadn't seen that for the entire week before that I had the car. Yeah, Brian put it on. A little he's, feature for both of you. He's thoughtful like that. Yeah. It makes your, uh, you know, atmosphere is the best uh, thing to get you in the mood for eating. And uh, when he sees your ankles in that atmosphere, he uh, no. feels like he wants Didn't to... Didn't you say you're going to take your new car to a uh, drive-in movie theater? He was going to have a little snack while you are having some snacks. Yeah. Okay, uh, Brian Peppers did not get into my car. He's he got a key, man. He didn't install lights. How does he have a key? They're I gave only... him one. You don't even have one. The blue matches the color of his palms. <laughs> <laughs> Bad circulation. All right. <laughs> Let's go to Jimmy Kissimmee. You ready, Jimmy? What's up? All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it with your host, Matt Albert? Over the weekend, this hideout member tried but couldn't get into the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Half A dubs Bayman or Chunks, who got rejected at the Super Bowl of Motorsports? That's sorry, son of a bitch, Chunks. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Congratulations, you're a winner, Jimmy. What happened, Chunks? You in for the dress code? Hmm. Yeah, I tried going there, but I figured maybe I'd get a ticket somehow. You know, I figured... I'm a scalper? That, yeah, scalper. Maybe somebody from the station was there, but there was no luck. And it took me two hours to drive around downtown just to find the shuttle over there. So I got over there, and I got discouraged, and I wanted to leave. But I found out that the shuttles didn't uh, end until... Until uh, after the show. So you went there uh, looking for what tickets. The hell? You went there looking for tickets. You couldn't get in. Why didn't you have tickets before this? I mean, I know me. I had a extra pair, and uh, I had an emergency come up, so I couldn't go. I just gave you my ticket, so I, I want you to enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I, that, this the show was. Oh crap! And I hit my. Oh man, that was. You hit your what? I hit my head on the way back because I hit one of those train tracks and I didn't see it, so my head just <laughs> slammed against the steering wheel. And now I got two tickets. It do me no good. You're a oh. And a bum asked me for money when I was on the phone with Tommy. I said, dude, I don't have any. Get away from me. He's like, oh, all right, man. Well, you have your tickets now, so I want you to enjoy that Super Bowl Motorsports. I was just sad he didn't bust his head open when he hit it on the steering wheel. That would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Leon in Orlando, or Leonard. Leonard in Orlando. You ready, Leonard? Let's do this. All right, here we go. Whose weekend was it with Matt Albert? Over the weekend, this hideout member bought three badass movies. Bought three badass movies. Hefe, Dubs, Bateman, or Chunks? I'm going to go with Hefe. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You're a winner, Leonard. Hold on. Yesterday we did our uh, video game tournament, Madden, over at the Movie Stop mm-hmm. on Kirkman Road. Had a great time. Great people out there. You know, I've never been to a movie sp- stop before. They have a lot of good stuff over there. Cheap, too. Yeah, cheap stuff. Uh, just cheap prices. Great stuff. I bought... Here are the three movies I bought. And I've mentioned two of them already on the air. Swingers. Mm-hmm. It was new. I think it was maybe $8 and it was 40% off. And I got What About Bob, brand new, $7 and like an extra 25% off. And then I bought, have not seen the movie yet, but Dubs, you said not only should you buy this, this is one everybody should own, Orgasmo. Orgasmo, great movie. Have you seen that one yet, uh, Matt? I've seen parts. I've seen the last half. Oh, yeah, you can rent it from me then. Um, for $70. All right, whose weekend was it? Let's move on to... Let's go to Jose and Dade City. You ready, Jose? 
Yeah, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Over the weekend, this hideout member did an interview on a Detroit talk station. Did an interview on a Detroit talk station. Hefe dubs Bateman or Chunks? Dubs. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Hold on, Jose, you're a winner. That was actually today, kind of the weekend. It was before my work week got started. Uh, I was on the Dominsky and Doyle show about, uh, I would say, 4.30 today, talking about the Detroit Lions and my tattoos. And all that stuff. You'd been on them before, right? Yeah, about two years ago, right when I first got this uh, Detroit Lions Super Bowl Chance 2005 tattoo on my arm. Did they just happen to remember you or what? Yeah. Happened? I guess one of the producers was like, hey, you should have that guy on again. And what'd you do? How'd the interview go? I love how, I you're, being, how you're being interviewed. <laughs> I, did, I did most of the talking. Really? I, I figured you You didn't know. even talk on this show. I know. I Well, they... They gave me more open opportunities to speak, so. <laughs> Again, their mistake. Hey, I was running the table. What'd you talk about? Your stupid tattoo? Yeah, my tattoos, and uh, I guess they they were ragging on their producer, Rudy, for not being able to lift himself up out of the phone screening chair and start doing his own show, so I ragged on him a little was bit, Was he too. the guy that did that Saturday night show I up in Detroit? So. The static radio or mm -hmm. something like that? I believe that was him. He's still a phone screener? Yeah, I'm like, hey, man, you got to be somebody. I was delivering pizzas when you were doing that phone screen stuff, and you haven't moved anywhere. Look at me. I've been in DCM in Orlando now. <laughs> Loser. Jason in Orlando, you ready to play? I sure am. All right, here we go. Here's Whose weekend was it with Matt Albert? Over the weekend, this hideout member ran into an ex-intern. Ran into an ex-intern. Half-A dubs, Bateman or Chunks. Whose weekend was it, Jason? Uh, Tommy Bateman. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry, brother. That was me. Who? Putin. I saw Putin not too long up here, too, uh, delivering Chinese food up to uh, the station. I actually ordered Chinese food from his uh, from his place, because I love it. I'm yeah. A, I l the sesame chick, I'll give him a plug. Uh, Imperial Dynasty, right there on 434. The sesame chick and the orange chicken, great. And here's the thing. I was on a date. So, I didn't want to run into Putin, so I sent her in to get the food. I guess he noticed me outside and, like, oh. snuck up on me. You better be <laughs> careful. That you was better a, be careful. That was a dick move of you to do. And then he goes, how come you didn't go in? And I, I was honest. I didn't want to run into you. <laughs> so then we did, so then I had to get out of my car. A U.S. congregational delegation did do it. I gotta get out of my car, and I'm sitting there with Putin, having just the uncomfortable. So how's it going, bro? <laughs> Sorry, FA. <laughs> <laughs> and it was he was. I uh, wrecked my scion. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh. He, re he rear-ended somebody. Ah. His life's going down. Yeah, he now. deserves it. Why? Because he's an ass. He's been acting real weird since he left. I, I guess I was following him and I didn't realize it. And he just stops in the middle of the road in his scion, and I almost rear-ended him, and he stays there for about a minute. <laughs> With that extra weight for the motorized ramp, his uh, girlfriend <laughs> needs really, you know, messes up the braking. Yeah, <laughs> inertia just drives him into other cars now. I did, uh, I did. Brakes were almost as dusty as his girlfriend's cooter. <laughs> Come on. I did miss him a little bit, though. It was good seeing him. Like, once I saw him, I was happy to see him. Yeah. But I did. I go, why don't you go and get the food? Oh, here's how I knew it was me. I Maybe he'd even taken the phone call or the order. Uh, order for Dro. 
And so no. Then, then he asked me about it. He goes, so the Drill thing's real, huh? I'm like, yeah, it's real. It's my name. Don't be ordered. You can order food under Drill. I'll let you do that, but you're such an ass. What do you care? It's my new name, dude. Because you you're supposed to have new names. I got my mom calling me it, too. Yeah, for the appearance this weekend, uh, one one of the sales representatives helping us out goes, "Yeah, uh, where's which one of you is Dro?" And I was like, "Oh, you gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> That's me. No, it's not. Chris in Orlando, you ready? Dro in his yeah. fanny pack. All right, here we go. That must what be a pleasant. Lie. Yeah. Over Lotto the weekend. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Over the weekend, this hideout member was disappointed by a friend's laziness. Was disappointed by friends' laziness. Hefe dubs Bateman or Chunks. Whose weekend was it, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with Hefe. Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow, you had two shots of that one, too. I guess it was Bateman and Chunks. Yeah. About Matt Albert. Yeah, shocking. What happened? Well, all Saturday we were all were kind of like bored, and Chunks is coming back from, you know, not getting into the Super Bowl of Motorsports. Uh, and but he has two tickets now. Yeah, two tickets to Paradise. And so I was waiting for him to get home. We were going to go out and just do something. And I was talking to Matt, and Matt's like, God, I'm so bored. Oh, I'm so bored all day. I'm bored, bored, bored. So I go, well, let's go hang out. We'll go to, like, mug shots or just, you know, something to get out of the house. Uh, can I wear shorts? Um, and I go, well, what kind of shorts? He goes, mesh shorts. And I go, no, you can't wear mesh shorts. Forget it. I don't want to go then. Why? <laughs> I'll just stay here. You can't change your pants? I didn't feel like putting anything else on. I had mesh shorts on. That's how I'm going to go up. See, you were incredibly bored all day. He was, like, mind-numbingly bored. Like, you know when you get pissed and you just want to, like, punch something, you're so bored? That's how he was. And No, I don't want to go up. I can't wear mesh shorts. What bar, what place can you go to and, and wear mesh shorts? Walmart, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's hey, come here often. I, I must, that's, that's Matt's nightclub. I must have got here at like uh, 9 or 10 in the morning on Saturday to do some work, and I signed an instant message. I'm bored. I wish I had cable. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm going to do today. Yeah. It'd be nice if somebody asked me to do something 12 today. 12 hours later. No, I don't want to put other pants on. <laughs> you know. I'm going to break a the sweat. The pants were in the closet. Dude, you should have just, just given me $70. I would have come over and changed your shorts for you. <laughs> It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. It's F.A. and Dubs. Live on a Monday night. 407-916-1041. Chip-A-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. I will kill you. <laughs> What's going on? I keep on sending chunks to the back to check on to make sure uh, if uh, Tommy has made the grid sheet for the Bowel Bowl. Who was our last qualifier there, Gibbs, for the uh, 2006 Hideout Wholesale Furniture Market Bowel Bowl so that you can win a luxury recliner? It was Chris Blackstone from Orlando. Congratulations. Chris, one more qualification left for tonight. That will be at 10-15. 10-15, the final qualification for the evening. DJ in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What do you got, DJ? Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, long-time caller, first-time listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening tonight, and some guy's name is... What was that name again? Dro, D-R-O. Dro? Maybe you should change the name to Douche. Come on. Mo. <laughs> and Douche is not anywhere in my real name. Alejandro. Yeah, that's personality. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> Please don't beat me. Please don't beat me. Please don't beat me. So, hey, Chunks, run back to the printer real fast and see if there's a uh, printout from eBay. All right, so check this out, Dubs. Nashville man auctioning cereal box with 9-11 tie. What do you mean? So, there is a Kellogg's Mini Wheats mm-hmm. box that he says is historically significant. Here are the reasons why. It has the expiration date of 9-11-01. Mm-hmm. And it also features an American Airlines promotional graphic. And? And so he's auctioning it off on eBay. What's he asking for for it? Do you want to take a guess? If it's over $20, I'm extremely pissed. Oh, you're going to be really pissed then. You can't eat the cereal anymore. The expiration was on 9-11. Tommy Joyce has promised that a portion of the proceeds will go to a 9-11 children's fund. A portion of it. <laughs> right. Bill O'Reilly. Oh, right <laughs> yeah, and wait till you a portion of this amount of money is insane. Now, for this to be expiration day on 9-11, this had to be bought in, uh, I would say, 1998, because mini wheats have a pretty high shelf life. Do they? Oh, yeah. At least in uh, 99. I'd say a box of mini wheats could last two years, unopened. All right, so I have it right here. It's stamped 9-11, and it's a uh, cereal box. You want to take a look? Here, take a look at it, because that doesn't have the price, the starting bid on it. Oh, has it been bid on yet? Can I ask that? I don't know if it's been bid on as of yet. But this is the starting price for it? Do you, you want to throw out another guess? All right, since you say I'm going to be really pissed, I'll throw it out at 150 $150? Yeah. <laughs> Chunks? I'm going to go with $2,150. Wait. Mini wheats with raisins? Right. When the hell were these out? The Sound delicious. starting bid, $100,000. Oh. Get the hell out of here. No one's going to buy it. $100,000. That better have some blood on it or something. <laughs> better have some, you know, World Trade Center dust. $100,000. sure it tastes like it now. Dollars. <laughs> For a Kellogg's box of mini wheats with a plane, American Airlines plane on the front, and the expiration date of 9-11-01. There's probably 300 or 400 boxes of these out there somewhere. I'm sure a thousand of them were put out that day. This is the only one that guy that's holding on to it. And so for some reason he figures the combination of uh, 9-11-01 and American Airlines on the front cover of the cereal box... Is enough to get a hundred thousand dollars. Now, what do you think the shipping is? It can't cost more than ten bucks to ship. Seventy-five. Sixty-five dollars for shipping. Why? Bubble wrap. What are you? What are you? Throwing it on a burrow and have smacking on the ass and having it walk the whole way there? 
The the title of the box is American Dream. It is. This is what it says. This is a must for any serious collector. Of what? All right, Chunks, I think the phone number is on here. Do you want to? This can't be real. Can I see it? Chunks, I think there's a phone number on here if you want to try to call it. I'll send you the see link. This. Does it say where this is uh, being sent from? Nashville, Tennessee. That explains it. Nashville. Is it too early? I mean, $100,000 is a lot of money for that. Does this piss you off at all? 407 916 1041 888 I'm not going to give the whole name out, but it's Switch Hitter who's uh, sending the, trying to get this money off of it. I don't think it's real. There's no way this could be real. I think it's real. I think it really has it. He's just seeing if there's one schmuck out there who will pay $100,000 for it. And why would you sit there and try to collect 9-11 stuff? There's plenty of surprised, yeah. People will collect anything. If they'll collect Mickey Mouse stuff, Donald mm-hmm. Duck stuff, they'll collect uh, serious tragedy. I, but on one hand, you can be a fan of something, but as far as collecting... But there's people who collect serial killer yeah. stuff. I, I mean, it's the same thing. Even the serial killer stuff I can understand. I can understand just as much like, as I can understand the... Uh, a hundred thousand... Oh, hold on, I'm bringing it up, Chunks. People uh, uh, people uh, collect Holocaust stuff. World War II memorabilia. Yeah. Now, what's so funny is that this this doesn't have any real significance. Yeah, that's the honest part about it. It was just... It's, honestly, you'd be paying $100,000 for irony. To have, <laughs> to have like... That's an, true. Wait, wait, I, I'm, I'm confused, because I was running in the other no, room to, not you. to get the story. This box of cereal wasn't on the plane no. or, like, in the World Trade Center? No, no, but it does have 10 essential vitamins and minerals. Hmm. Does it have thallium in it? Riboflavins, by any chance? What is riboflavin? It's like blueberry juice. Huh? Yeah. Really? For some reason, I don't believe you and anything you say. <laughs> You're a moron. <laughs> that covers it. Fructose. It's like a banana. I shut up. I think somewhere on here is the guy's phone number. If you want to try to call him, chunks. Why are these oh, computers so damn slow? It's seven oh three. Ah, please. All right, no one's bid yet. I can't imagine that somebody buying this. It's can't a, be. It's a high, according to him. It's yeah, a, the phone number is down at the bottom of his uh, little box. Yeah. Mm. Yum. Todd, well, on the well, B-line. special. You're in the hideout. What do you got, <laughs> Must Todd? Be young. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I just called to say somebody will come out and buy that thing eventually. Why do you uh, think that is? You could even check it by going on, but I, apparently y'all just did. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Nobody's bid yet. How many days have I left on it? He's still got five days left. Mm. And so see, he just put it on there the last couple of days. Hey, why do you think, Todd, someone would want to buy something like that? Just because there'll be some sickle out there that, that collects shit like that. You no. can't say that. Yeah, no, I hear you, though. He said, well, I asked him why he thought so, why Todd would think something like that would happen. Yeah, just There's collectors of every little thing. If Beanie Babies can hit big, 9-11 merchandise can hit big. 
I'm sure there's people who took the uh, pictures of uh, people being lost out there off the wall and have it hot, hit away somewhere so they can uh, sell it to a some kind of um, museum down the road. I mean, people buy cars celebrities have died in. Jane Mansfield, her car has been sold many times. But again, this is something that people were actually in. The box? No, okay. the car. I was say. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up at 10.15, your last chance for the night to get qualified to win. The recliner is part of the Hideout Wholesale Furniture Market Bowel Bowl for 2006. I've got some homework for Gibbs. Gibbs, you listening to me? Huh? Yes. All right, what do you need to do? You need to find me some mini wheats with raisins, buy them, and bring them up to the show tomorrow. Because I'm intrigued. I didn't know they had these. We're talking about, I guess, this guy who is eBaying. I'm, I don't think it's real. Who's eBaying mini wheats, raisins, but it's a box that apparently had an American Airlines logo on the front. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it was a promotion where you could uh, win 100 miles. And the expiration date was 9-11-01. <gasps> and so somehow for this, he figures, I'm going to get $100,000. I, I, you know what? I would go for it, too, though. You have to throw it up there, see if anybody bites. There's a sucker out there. Ten percent of the proceeds will go to the 9/11 Children's Fund. Ten thousand dollars. If he gets his bottom line, mm-hmm. he might get more. He might get, you know, two hundred thousand. And how do you figure out? To I think this is a scam. It can't be real. All right, did we call the guy? What happened, Gibbs? Yeah, he was at some kind of convention or something, and uh, I guess uh, he said a good time tomorrow would be eight o'clock. So he wants to come on the show tomorrow at eight. I uh, said, yeah, to give him a call tomorrow. Or he's going to call us at what? tomorrow day. Did you give him the phone number? Or, uh, God, you're an idiot. I'll call him tomorrow before the show even starts. Dude. While you're buying me my mini wheats with raisins. Yes. I've never had mini wheats before. Oh, they're bitching. Stop with the Stop. bitching already. <laughs> Don't be a wad. You've done it for an hour. It's, it's a long, That's the longest that bit needs to run. Mm-mm. I'm keeping it going until the end of our careers. Which shouldn't be long. Which could be tomorrow, <laughs> if you keep up the bitching. Wow, man. I'm not bitching. I wouldn't be bitching. That's sweet. What's, Dubs, your, fa- what's your favorite room in the, in the house? Dubs, do you have anything from... Uh... The bitching kitchen? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Do you have anything from uh, 9-11? Like any sort of something to mark that day? Like in my head or where anything? were you? Uh funny story. Didn't wake Great. up <laughs> didn't wake up till one PM. So I didn't see any of the stuff go down, you know? I didn't see any of the uh and we wake up t- over at Biker's BJ's house to uh messages of his mom crying on the answer machine. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So we turn on the T V, look at it, look at the phone, we're like, hmm. Wanna go to McDonald's? <laughs> really? I mean, I guess that's one way to react. I mean, you don't really know. No, you know, I, you don't understand. Uh, we didn't know that it was a terrorist attack or anything. All we we saw was the TV on mute with uh, smoke coming out of the, one of the uh, twin towers. Well, they'd already fallen by then. Yeah, but was that we, just the replay? Just reels, yeah. Because I know our buddy Shafee, It was the same thing. Mm-hmm. He calls me at like two thirty. 
Well, Shapey comes up to the station later that night. Uh, we're all standing outside smoking. He comes flying up to the uh, the uh, station in his truck, slams on his brakes. He's like, ooh, almost to the building. What a, see, what an ass. And that's literally it's the same day. Yeah. What is it? Time plus... Uh, tragedy plus time. Equals what? Comedy? comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and it just been the same day. Yeah, that's not enough time. <laughs> yeah, it literally, it's still 9-11-01. Can you please have a little respect? The only thing that I... I was supposed to go see Tool that night in Grand mm. Rapids, and I ended up giving away my tickets because they canceled the show. I remember how uh, how serious he had to play everything for like the next week or two on the air. I mean, even still now, you can't really... Well, I mean, I'm saying you couldn't joke about anything. Yeah, there were no jokes. No jokes, period. And now they got movies on about it. Mm-hmm. Did you have to cut out some songs? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, giant pole, yeah. bodies. Um, Foo Fighters, learn to fly. ACDC, I feel safe in New York City. Yeah, you couldn't play any of this Mm-mm. stuff. And actually, Clear Channel got the bum rap for that for putting that out. And there was really no blacklist for Clear Channel. No, it was was it Citadel? I think so. It was some, and it wasn't even like a mandate. It was more of some. Here's was, here's some suggested songs that you might want to take out of your playlist. It was one of these stupid ass consultants that every business has that says, "Hey, you may want to take these out of the rotation." Yeah, learning to fly. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers Aeroplane. Now, I remember being on the air that night with Shafee, because I think we all stuck around to do the skank, with him, the skank shift with him that night. Mm-hmm. And I was doing uh, nights at the edge that night. And remember, even even then, people were calling in. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to hear ACDC Shafee in New York City. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah, this is another one that was on yep. that list of, hey, don't play this. Uh, Dave Matthews Band crashed into me. Anything, any anything with airplane crash, death, building out. I think that's what ruined the career for Jefferson Starship and Jefferson <laughs> Airplane, whichever they were at that time. Starship. I feel bad for them. But remember, we even had mini discs, and the mini discs they took out of the studio so that we couldn't play. I had CDs, and uh, they had to keep some of them in there, but they had big notes on them: "Do not play." Yeah. Like you're gonna hear the Foo Fighters, and all of a sudden think something. Learn to fly. Like, like, dude, this is this isn't right. I should not be listening to this Foo Fighters song. Like, you're gonna break into tears, or like, so anybody listening to the Foo Fighters and think, oh my god. Oh. Like, it has anything to do with anything? Right. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. So hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Thirty minutes away from another qualification to win the Holster Furniture Market Hideout. Overstuffed recliner for the 2006 Bow Bowl. Brock and Avito, you're in the hideout. What's up, Brock? Hey, what's up? What you got, buddy? Nothing, just chilling, man. What do you want to say? Uh, I was talking about the tournament yesterday. Uh, were you the winner yesterday? Yeah, I was, yeah. Kick ass. Brock won the, uh, the tournament yesterday out at uh, the movie stop on Kirkman Road. Yeah, I met Albert. Uh, were you the guy that was taunting the 12 year old? I wasn't taunting any 12 year old. Now, here's, here's what was great. <laughs> the word around the street was that you were like, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. son. Yeah, boy. But I mean, you know what? That's Take what, that, son. But that's what a tournament <laughs> is about. And by the way, congratu- 
I was talking a little trash. Yeah, he was eight. <laughs> Why not, though, man? Why? There's nothing wrong. And congratulations, Brock. Uh, How's the job, buddy? Bitch smack, son. <laughs> yeah, but look at Jimmy Jam. He was just as bad. Go back to fourth grade, son. <laughs> Lester Big Hands was giving Jimmy Jam so much crap because he lost in the tournament yesterday. Yeah. During uh, during the loss, like while he was still losing, <laughs> like during the final seconds, he was just taunting Jimmy Jam the whole time. It was beautiful. And, and Jimmy Jam got so pissed. <laughs> pissed to the point where afterwards, whenever we had to shake hands and take pictures to give Brock his prize. Like, no. <laughs> Jimmy Jam's lip was literally quivering. <laughs> yeah, it looked like he wanted to cry. <laughs> Not even he wanted to cry, but like he was holding back to punch big hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen him that pissed. I haven't either, because he's so laid back. Yeah. By the way, he's the uh, leader of hereticshideout.com. His eyes almost opened. <laughs> he was so angry. And Lester just giving him so much crap. And then Lester goes ahead and posts a bulletin on MySpace about Jimmy Jam losing. <laughs> yeah. Then he, uh, then Jimmy Jam sent a, a response back, and Lester, ha- Lester Big Hands up. Uh, forwarded it to me. Did you get it? No. It was beautiful. It was like, you're supposed to be on my side, man. One one team, one goal. Like, <laughs> For me you... to win. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was hilarious. Poor Jimmy Jam, so pissed. And I love how Lester Big Hands, whenever he signs off on anything on MySpace, I wish he'd do it on the air. Big Hands, bitch. Big Hands, bitch. And then just, that's the way he leaves. Oh. 407-916-1041-888-978. In fact, tomorrow we're going to have a game show based around being out at the movie stop. What we did is we took the mini disc recorder out there and we would give Matt Albert a movie title and he would have to run all over the GameStop and try to find it. Movie stop. The but Matt Albert movie stop. The Matt Albert movie mile. Right. And when he comes back, he has to say, movie won't free. <laughs> So we'll have that one for you tomorrow in the hideout door prize blowout. Oh, something I didn't mention from the weekend, now that I think about it, hmm. I didn't put it on my whose weekend was it? Twice I got hit on by dudes on MySpace. Because <laughs> I don't have a picture of me, I just have a picture of Monica Bellucci, my girlfriend. And no, that's your fault, man. At twice, one guy was so stupid as to actually leave a post. <laughs> you want me to read it to your old sure. class? Sure. And then the other guy left me a message and added me. <laughs> and then later on he goes, uh, sorry, I didn't realize you were a dude. <laughs> were they lewd messages? Yeah, hold on, this, my profile's coming up right now. Let me go down there. This dumbass. Um, hey there, beautiful. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the awesome ad. Wow, you have some gorgeous pictures. So how are you? What's up? How's your weekend so far? Hope to talk to you sometime. Pack my fanny. John. <laughs> <laughs> and that's his best. That was his How best. did he get you? Like, where, where's he from? I don't know. Click it. See where, where, uh, what well, I got, he's from. I got people from all over the nation who add me, so it's not, it's, you know, I'm not usually thrown off by that. I just wonder if it's a local guy or something. Maybe he was kind of drunk. No, I wonder, he's besides my was oh, it something from? like that? What's that from? You drunk. Oh. oh. I think it's from Wisconsin. You want me to slice your cheese? Let me well, see that from under cheese. Want me to tell yeah, your he's, he's, 20 years, <laughs> he's 20 years old from Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Right. Uh, 
bad memories. <laughs> what? Sheboygan, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Lester Big Hands in the hideout. What's up, Lester? Big Hands, Big bitch. Hands, bitch. <laughs> Say it again. Big Hands, bitch. What's up? What's up, man? You should have heard the tears hit my keyboard. <laughs> oh. uh, it was from the email and from Jimmy Jam. I thought, you know, I actually thought I was, I was going to have to go over there and change his tampax. All right, now you, but you. Here's the thing: we were all there, and Jimmy Jam, the leader of the Heretics on HereticsHideout.com, put together the website. There's a lot for the show, and so you kind of wanted him to win the tournament yesterday out at the movie stop, but you were just giving him so much hell. Why? Because he beat me. Oh, he knocked you out of the tournament. And big, yeah. big hands. You should have seen his lip quiver, and you should have stopped when you saw that. <laughs> no. Um. I hear. All right, thank you, Big Hands. See you, buddy. You're welcome, baby. <laughs> Love that guy. And Little Hands is out there, too. It's such a good father-son. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a very happy relationship they got going. All right, here's one. Here's the here's the other one that I get hit on from MySpace, this dumbass. And he goes, we haven't met yet. I'm El Rey. Ugh. It's because, you know, El Jefe, El Rey, which means the king. <laughs> He goes, stunning photo. <laughs> You're incredibly beautiful. Okay, now that I've caught my breath. <laughs> oh, God. He was beating it. <laughs> Let's set a date and see what pleasures we might have common. Ground in. I know we'd be a fun match. Does, these, does this ever work? Are your bags packed? And then yes, they are. And then it's the, ready to unload, baby. <laughs> and then it's the smiley face with the wink. Oh. And so I replied, I forgot what I replied. Hold on, let me go back. If you didn't stick with the bit when you replied. No, no. Then all right, then, he, then, literally maybe three minutes later, here's his next message. Hold on, if I can get it to come up. Because <laughs> you just kept on looking through your thing and then yeah. you figured it out. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, subject, you can delete that last request from me. <laughs> wow, good thing I didn't see you in a bar, LOL. So I don't know if he thinks like I'm he, a still, he thinks you're a tranny. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go back and put that picture back. And it was so funny that it was just two in one weekend, because I don't think it ever had that happen before. You're fairylicious. And so you know there are guys just literally out there trolling for pictures and then adding the chicks. And he was in California. So I guess he thinks this hot chick in Orlando is going to move out there to date him. Now, what are these people thinking? Are they just, like, thinking that these girls are just going to send them naked pictures? Or are they actually thinking that these girls are somehow going to, like, move across the country for them? Or what? I don't know. Because even the best thing about MySpace is that you at least go locally to where people are locally. Yeah, that's the advantage. You know where people are from. I guess we got a little peek into what it's like. Like, I got a little peek into what's it, what it's like being a hot chick. And, like, girls must be dealing with this all the time. I deal with it all the time with the chicks. They don't off with a damn stick. Same here. Back off, bitch. Here's is a cinnamon stick. <laughs> Beef jerky stick. And then I got a thank you letter from Sid Kata. And I, the pictures of him, he's got a MySpace now, too. Mm-hmm. And it's of him in the studio. So it's him topless in three out of the four with that big, nasty, hideous belly. 
And then the other one is of him sweaty sleeping on my couch. Look at that damn pillow that he's using as a sweatband. Son of a bitch. I'm sure he's using his more than that that night. If he's holding that tight, that's spoon in love right there. You're right, it is. It's a bitchin' picture, though. Enough with the bitchin', I'm begging you. He's kind of like a gay one, if you ask me. As if. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Ivan in Orlando, you're in the Hideout. What do you got, Ivan? Well, I got a couple comments about uh, why chicks get bombarded on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems to me that. Uh, there's just not enough hot chicks out there. What happens? We know that most of America, we've got the, a little bit of a weight problem. And you go into a club, and you might have 50 girls, or the 50 girls you might have maybe four or five that are hot. Well, these four or five hot girls get bombarded by comments at the club, at the restaurant, on MySpace, with compliments, with all these creepy guys that uh, all they want to do is get in their pants. So their head blows up. They think that they're hotter than what they really are. All of a sudden, a decent guy can't get a decent date. You go to South America, you go to Colombia, Venezuela, you go to Europe. You get all these hot, exotic chicks, and they're willing to talk to you. Everybody's friendlier. They want to see you. They want to hang out with you. And why? Because they don't get bombarded by everybody. You know, they're not as snobby as they are here. So you're saying that even hot chicks overseas aren't as snobby as American chicks? No, not at all. I think that hot chicks overseas are probably easier to talk to than a fat girl here in America. All right, thank you. I mean, that's an interesting thought. <sighs> the hamburger in her mouth. Barely understand. I can't you. understand you. <laughs> I've heard that there are ins insanely hot chicks over there who are so much easier to, to, to give it up. I was an idiot. Just going by the porn I've seen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hungarians, yeah. Czech Republic. Dubs, you found this and you were a little shocked by it. Mm -hmm. Fred Savage in a gay bar. Called Boys Town. Oh, in a gay bar in the Boys Town section of Los Angeles. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess that's a uh, gay part of uh, Los Angeles. It's called Boys Town. And he was in a, uh, in a gay bar out there. A gay patient came up to him and said, Inquiring minds want to know. Are you, what are you doing? Are you doing research here? And uh, Fred Savage smiled and said, "Sorta." Ugh. All right, now, is there any sort of confirmed? I didn't think there was any question that, that he was gay. He's married. He is. Yes. To Winnie? No, not Winnie. She went to Paris. To Paul, maybe. No, Paul uh, ended up going to Harvard, I think. Oh. Boy can dream, Kenny. <laughs> and Wayne, his brother, decided to take over the family furniture business. So that counts all them out as possible lovers. Okay, but that was in the show. No. I mean, was yeah, it, it was a show about a time way earlier, and then they found all these uh, old tapes, and they made them into yeah. the show The Wonder Years. Documentary. Mm -hmm. It's like a real-world rewound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. That was him doing the voiceover. You know, you should have seen this coming, though, with... with uh... But he's seen a lot of... Uh, <laughs> How do you see this coming? Well, I mean, Kevin 
had to work on his dad's car all the time. He didn't want to work on the car. He was afraid of getting his hand caught in the belt. But his dad made him do it anyway. And that dad and all that flannel sets him up for a gay lifestyle. What? Again, this I don't think it was a documentary. And just because Fred Savage is being... Kevin Arnold, please. Don't call him by a slave name. Yeah. <laughs> slave name? What? Kevin Arnold. He hadn't been to that good of a party since the Independence Day cookout that they had. And I think uh, this was just the whole thing. He needed to go to a good party, and Boys Town had the parties. Or when, you know, his older sister moved in with that guy before they were married. You know, mm-hmm. kind of hippie life. Kind of opened up to a different, you know, lifestyles. You could have seen this coven. Because... Kevin Arnold always hated gym class at Robert Kennedy, at Robert Kennedy Jr. High School. So, I think... Uh, that, I figured maybe he would like it a little bit more. No, I mean, he hated the, the big... Okay, what muscle. am I doing? This isn't even... This is no reason for Fred Savage to have been in a gay bar because of what happened to Kevin Arnold on a show. I think I know where this comes from. I think I know what turned him gay. Because it's uh, nur- uh, nurture, not nature. It all stemmed from when Paul and Kevin had a massive fight, and uh, Kevin started hanging out with uh, a new kid, Doug Porter, oh. who was too bland. How do you yeah, know Doug. this? How do you even begin to know this? Doug was kind of hot, though. He yeah, was bland, though. Now he's got that spice in his life. Yeah. Only found in Boys Town. Tight ass. What night did Wonder Years come on? Was it on ABC? Was it Wednesdays? Yeah, I believe Wednesdays. Yeah, it was on ABC. ABC, yep. Jesus. All right, so anyway, apparently maybe he was Maybe he's still turned off from a straight relationship since uh, he made Winnie Cooper that uh, that Valentine, but accidentally put it in Becky Slater's locker, and there's a big confusion. Okay, I remember that episode. <laughs> but there's no reason for this to be why Fred Savage was in a gay bar. Actually, now that you mention all those stuff, Dubs, it makes sense. Because remember when he went to the beach and he met that blonde-haired girl? Mm-hmm. And she kept talking about his brown eye? And he uh, loved her for her, the brown eye? Yeah. It makes a little bit more sense She's now. a tranny. Oh. You, do you remember, you know what? He didn't even get aroused when they went and uh, peeked in on, uh, on uh, Donna Passarelli's party. She was hot, too. What are you talking about? How do you know this? How do you know this about the Wonder Years? Come on. Remember when he got a job as a caddy? He was just dressing gay. You guys guys think he's going to try bestiality next? Because him and Winnie were pretty comfortable in that horse pen when it was raining that one night. Okay. Maybe he was just checking out the horses. That's the only way he could get into it. Once again, it's two completely things. Uh, completely separate things. You know, I blame it on TV. Not only TV, but when Kevin's dad bought that color TV. Oh yeah. And that you know that opened up to a whole new world. That was their internet. Did you just blame it on the colors? No, color TVs. Oh. Mm. I just wonder what Ke- uh, Kevin's state championship basketball team will think about this. It's uh, 407 Let's talk to uh, BJP here in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. What's up? <laughs> Damn it! You can't scream this! Come on, BJP! 
information about the winter years. It's a documentary. It's all real. I'll have some tapes for you when you come home. All right. English is happening. All right. Thank you. What the hell? You know, he was in Boys Town just checking out uh, different uh, venues for him and his band, the Electric Shoes, to play in. Hey, by the way, speaking of bands, one of the village people is apparently going to jail. Two arrest warrants for the which, the ex-cop. The black guy? Yeah, the black one. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Apparently he had cocaine and a loaded forty-five. Well, he's a cop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was just, just evidence. He was just wearing his uniform. I think the uh, should have the Indian hook him up <laughs> some peyote. Brenda in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Brenda? Um, wouldn't it be feasible to think that uh, Fred Savage was at a gay bar because he plays a gay guy on TV now? Oh, what show? Um, I don't know. It's some show. It has that lady from Third Rock from the Sun, an old lady that's like his mom or something. Is he really doing a gay show? I had he no is. idea. He plays a, like her son, like he's gay or something. Wow. Yeah. If you want honesty uh, told in this. Um, he really uh, got. He was at the gay bar because he thought the Rolling Stones were playing there. And the last time he heard the Rolling Stones were playing was at Joe's. And uh, he went all the way out there, drove when his parents told him he couldn't because he got in a car accident, and uh, went out there and they weren't even at Joe's anyway. He was only at the gay bar because he had staged a walkout at the school <laughs> earlier and he had nowhere else to go. How do you remember? I, I, you can't suspend the whole school. Granted, sure. granted I, liked, I liked the show as a kid, but I couldn't even begin to recall all this. You know, maybe he's just still really embarrassed and uh, kind of shamed over the pimple he had and all the, all the family came over and was making fun of him about it. Jonathan in Clearwater, you're in the hideout. What's up, What Jonathan? is this? <laughs> you're changing. There's only one way that you know all this about Kevin Arnold. Hmm. We all know it. What? You turned him this way, didn't you? All right, Dubs, did you turn Kevin Arnold that way? That is ridiculous. And wa- I was not alive in the 60s. In a Walmart bathroom. Did you turn him out? Wasn't even alive then. How could I turn him? <laughs> He's aged well. True. No matter what, it had to be odd in there with Daniel Stern uh, kind of narrating the whole thing <laughs> Walk, as I walked over to that other man and bought him a drink. I, this isn't... All right, first of all, okay, he is doing a show where apparently he plays a gay guy. It must have been shocking when his dad was on Boy Meet World and as a judge. And... Uh, well, Give his, give his dad a break. His dad had a heart attack and died. Had to give the uh, family business to Wayne. Butthead. I'm sorry, man. Butthead. Maybe Kevin got confused and thought Wayne was telling him to do something else instead of With calling butt? him a butthead. Mm-hmm. It's the hideout. But and. Real radio. <laughs> 104.1. Stay tuned to the hideout. The hideout. The hideout. Uh, coming up next. What's his name? The Baldwin is on a crusade against pornography. Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. I want to play you his interview on uh, on Good Morning America next in the Hideout on Rubber Radio 104.1. Monday night in the Hideout, Rubber Radio 104.1, half a.m. dubs. <laughs> Chance to be somebody right now. 407 916 1041 888 
star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Who was our qualifier? Gibbs? Gibby? This is Brian Morris from Apopka. Congratulations, Brian Morris from Apopka. Now qualified for the uh, recliner from the wholesale furniture market. He gets a square in the Bowel Bowl. Uh, another square for the Bowel Bowl 2006 edition that will be happening this Friday. Now, Chunks, uh, you said you're working on the uh, grid for that. How's that coming? Uh, it's going along... What? Very well. Tommy. Tommy's actually working on that grid. Quit taking credit for Tommy's work then. I, I he does this all the time. I, I did. I, I, People come over and be like, "Look, I just cleaned. I just cleaned." <laughs> it's on the uh, hideout page on RealRadio.fm. The details, and it's a recliner worth a thousand dollars, Jados. Nice. He goes around calling it the hideout with chunks. I don't know. He has a little shirt at home that has your names cut out and chunks written in, scribbled in actually. He's not really cut out, just folded over from his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> he just tucks it in a fold. In oh, you don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up this, uh, not this Friday, but next Friday, we will be broadcasting live, doing what I think is just going to be badass, at the Premier Adult Factory outlet. First live broadcast in a while. We haven't been out there actually broadcasting live in a little bit. Well, I guess that is true. We've done a lot of them back-to-back, and then and it's... Then around October area. This is our first time in a while. So we're going to be broadcasting live from Adult Factory Outlet, and we're doing a uh, supermarket spray. You remember the old shows on Lifetime? Mm-hmm. I think it was called Supermarket Spray. No, mm-hmm. Supermarket Sweep. Sweep, where you grab the cart, mm-hmm. and you go through and try to grab as much stuff as you can. We're going to be doing something very similar to that, at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. The whole reason is, whenever I walked into Premier for the first time, I just didn't know where to start. I didn't know where to begin as to what it was I wanted to go grab and have. So, I'm like, this would be really cool if we gave, if we did something very similar to that and had people run through there and try to grab as much stuff as they could to hit like a dollar amount. It was odd. I think Chunks had the same idea when he went in there because he just kept on saying so many dildos, so little time, so many dildos, so little time. (laughs) So I'm very excited about this, and uh, I want to thank the people over at the Premier Adult Factory Outlet for having this happen. And actually, it's my birthday party, too, because Friday night, February 10th, I'll turn 28 years old. But Stephen Baldwin... I guess, is on a crusade against these porn shops. Really? This is a clip of him, and we'll it's, you know, we'll, we'll pause it and start it and everything, on Good Morning America, I think, from last week. Now to the crusade by actor Stephen Baldwin of the well-known Baldwin Brothers, his crusade to shut down a new... By the way, what happened to the Baldwin Brothers, too? <laughs> well-known if this is 94. Kids Who? now don't know who the Baldwin Brothers are. <laughs> Who's the most famous, I guess, Alec Baldwin? Alec. Yeah. But what's he even doing anymore? Well, he uh, he just had another movie come out. He was in Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat. He was also in The Cooler, which is kind of old now, I guess. Yeah. Other Wasn't he that. in Pyromaniac's Love Story? What? Uh-huh. No, that was Billy Baldwin. Oh, the talented one. Which <laughs> one's worse off, Billy or Danny? I'd say Danny. Is Danny yeah. Baldwin the fat one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny was on uh, uh, Celebrity Fit Club. Yeah. Was he the one that just died? No, that was Chris Penn. Totally different family. All right, here's the thing, though. Danny Baldwin, Chris Penn, very similar looking, all right? Yeah, the fat ones. They were the fat ones. 
It's like you in the hideout. Pornography store in his hometown. He's a star of such movies as The Usual Suspects. But now he's taking on the... He was in Usual yeah. Suspects? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I guess he did have star. a career. Yeah. I think it's funny how the lady goes, he's a star of such movies as, and then lists one movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a Kevin Spacey movie, essentially. But he did a good job in it. Did you see that happening? Him being Kaiser Soze? When you think about it and you go back and you watch that movie, it's how brilliant it was. Real-life role of anti-porn activist. And he's going to extreme measures, vowing to stake out this store and photograph customers' license plates and then publish them in the newspaper. And Stephen Baldwin joins us now from his hometown in Nyack, New York. Good morning, Stephen. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Robin. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, this porn store is not even open yet. You're already up in arms about it. Why? Well, you know, I'm sitting here in the lovely Runcible Spoon Bakery here in Nyack. Nyack known for being a great place to come and shop, a very really? mellow, low-key <laughs> residence area. Never heard of it. Um, and, and really, i, I got to be like honest with you, I'm not on any crusade against pornography. Anybody who's into that wants to go and do it, God bless them. Um, really, my problem that I'm having is, is the zoning laws and regulations that allow for these types of businesses to operate in certain areas, like in our area. There is only 200 feet required for any store like this to operate, even across the street from an elementary school. Mm. This particular look. Ah, because the eight year olds are going to skip lunch and go get themselves a fake vagina. Now, what is the. What's the whole thing about it being near an elementary school? Do, are they afraid that the people who will leave there will then go and molest children? I guess so. I guess they, that place attracts a certain crowd they don't want around kids, even though that certain crowd are the people who are sending those kids to that school every single day. They're the same guys and girls that are showing up to the parent-teacher conferences. Just because you go there and get a batch book doesn't mean you are uh, untrustworthy around children. Now, if you go uh, buy a batch book just to lure a kid into your car... Then you know, I have a problem, but I don't think that uh, a blanket statement like that is appropriate. The other thing about it too, when you when you stop and you look and you listen at it and you listen to it, is this whole fear of nudity in our society, just an incredible fear of nudity in the human body, that is just it's it's crazy the mm -hmm. way. You know, we can't. We we're afraid children are going to see nude bodies when they literally see one every day in, in their own. All right, stop. Just don't even. <laughs> don't. School. Mm. This particular location plans on having eight peep show video booths. It's on a main thoroughfare, and I love Nyack. And what, what I'm doing is I'm making a little noise here because I want to help the leadership of Nyack, hopefully, because they're in a catch-22 because there's nothing legally they can do to stop these guys. They have, if, they, if they fall under the regulations and they're doing the right thing, these guys can open this business. I want to step forward. I want to make the town of Nyack aware of this situation, and then I want to come together and help the local leadership try to find ways to change this zoning so we don't have this problem again in the future. But, yes. And, and it is the location of it. I know you have two adorable daughters, and you know you're taking a ballet class. You don't want to pass by don't the store. But that being said, Stephen, 
um, some people are saying, what gives you the right? This is, it is a, will be a legal establishment. So what would give you or others the right to photograph the license plates of these patrons and put it in the newspaper and try and shame them? Well, the ownership of this particular establishment uh, heard about the resistance from the local residents. We went to three town board meetings. We voiced our opinion. We told these people, don't bring your business here. They have made the choice, in fact, in the New York Post newspaper, the, the wife of the husband of the ownership of this store. All right, don't bring your business here. That's fine. If you don't want their business there, don't shop at it. But if the business shows up and does well, that probably means that the business is wanted there. The, if the business isn't wanted there, it'll go out of business and you will not have it around. Ownership of this store said to... New York Post, you know, hey, it's a free country. We're going to go and do what we want. Well, that's really my response to this is the same thing. If I'm stuck in a situation where the only way I can force this business to take its business somewhere else. Exactly. You want to force something that isn't the popular opinion. You know they're doing well. They're absolutely doing well. And I think that's what drives them insane. Like Stephen Baldwin's never uh, run one before. I've never been to one of these. He says he doesn't run them anymore. But all the coke binges he's gone through. Yeah. Alleged. He, was a, he was a coke monkey, allegedly. Uh, he and, admitted to it. And, I, again, this is the prototypical example of someone who can't control themselves, and because of the fact that they can't control themselves, they feel like you can't control yourself, so they want to stop you from doing what you can do. When some of us can control our, what we do with our bodies. He can't, and he's afraid of others, so why have a porn store out there? And it just kills me because he, he wants to force his opinion and his beliefs on everybody else and uh, try to create a world around him that is just his. Guess what? You aren't the only one living in this world. And if you look at any porn store mm -hmm. or any adult store... <clears throat> You can't tell what's going on in there, too. Because uh, Robin Roberts brings up the point of, well, you got to take your girls to ballet practice, and I'm sure you don't want to see that. See what? You a building? You see a building. Usually it's purple or pink, and it has three X's on the outside. Three X's, and a it's big a, uh, circle light thing that the, the uh, bulbs go all the way around it, flashing. And, and it to. says adult or adult entertainment. And toys, no, novelty toys, and adult uh, magazines. And you can't even walk in. No, they check your ID right when you walk in. You can't get past the uh, the uh, the air the airlock usually without showing an ID. They've done everything possible to make this an okay for uh, adults. Just responsible adults. Force this business to take its business somewhere else is by driving the customers away by taking the action that I'm suggesting. I'd be willing to say that more bad things go on outside of bars mm -hmm. than outside of any sort of a porn shop. Porn shops, that's not usually a place where you hang around. You go in, you get your stuff, you go. And I can't believe, too, the whole thing of taking people's pictures. It's crazy. And putting their license plates I would love that. I'd be like, there. yeah, I did. I went there. I'm going to go there next week and go there the week after. Keep on... Put my license plate up there because I'm loving what I'm doing. Again, trying to shame people out of enjoying their own bodies. I don't think that shame stuff works as much as it used to. Because it's not as uh, 
you know, for the people who enjoy going to those porn shops and everything, they aren't afraid of getting caught. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Then that's exactly what I'm going to do. People don't understand there are a tremendous amount of, of very negative secondary effects documented over the last 30 years when these types of establishments open. Sex. You can get anything when you cherry pick uh, stats. You know, for every bad stat, there's 30 good ones. And, and you got to think too. What does it mean? And what else is in that neighborhood? Hmm? There could be bars. There could be. There's a bakery. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> He's enjoying his uh, his indulgence. Why can't <laughs> people enjoy theirs? Some people like carbs. <laughs> Some people like other things that start with C. Hmm. Coke. These types Fred of establishments Savage? open. <laughs> Sex crimes. All kinds of other criminal activity. Uh, van- and I've always believed this too. Sex crimes are going to go up. No way. If you're going to repress and not allow people the release of this, then I think sex crimes would go up. Case in point, Germany. <laughs> what? The German people are, and uh, uh, Japanese, yeah. very repressed in their uh, their uh, their sexual activities, so they, they act them out Look a lot more. Look at those mo- movies. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember who it was, but someone was telling me that they visited uh, Japan a few months ago, and they left their underwear out, like, to... Dry, uh, hang on the dryer, and um, the next morning they walked they were, in. It was in the Asian's mouth. No, no, no. Stuffing <laughs> it down his throat. Well, it, it was disappeared. It was all. It was gone. Somebody had taken it. Criminal activity, uh, vandalism, all, all kinds of really terrible things are going to happen. Now, this is a sad situation because the town of Nyack last year in, or two years ago in 2004 did a big survey about exactly how at the gateway of Nyack, right at this particular area where this place is open, they were planning on doing a huge renovation and, and, and creating all kinds of a more positive atmosphere for the gateway into Nyack. Now they've got to let this place come in simply because of zoning laws. Listen. I, I'm not really on a crusade. Yeah, he's I just so think, on a crusade. He's exactly so what it is. amazingly on a crusade. It's a little silly that a porn store can open 200 feet from an elementary school. I think we should change these zoning laws, and I think that these people need to take their business elsewhere, because it's not just me. There's a large number of people in the area that don't want 30. this business at this location. But they say these owners say they have enough money to stay in business for 10 years if they don't have one customer that comes to the door. They didn't want to go on camera, but they say we're not going anywhere and you can tell them that and so this debate will go on for quite some time and i have to agree and you know what if uh if this big uproar didn't come up and they just let it run its course the porn store wouldn't be as uh, hell-bent on staying exactly where it is but since you uh try to push someone they're going to try to push back so this debate will go on for quite some time. And I have to agree, Nyack, like a lot of little communities, so charming. And I'm glad that you're there. And uh, I know people appreciate it. And we'll have to continue this debate some other Shut time. Up, Thank bitch. you so much, Stephen Baldwin. That's what Stephen Baldwin's doing now. That's where he is. He'd like to put a Jesus skate park there instead. Well, fine. Go leave do the, what you want to do, but leave the porn shop alone. Leave people alone. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 916 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Milo, 95, you're in the Hideout. What's up, Milo? Hey, what's up? I, I want to tell you guys uh, 
I live in Atlanta, but every time I'm in Central Florida, I tune in. I truly enjoy your show. Thank you, bro. But don't you think the uh, Alec Baldwin thing kind of goes with the times? Like in the 80s when everyone was spending money crazy because Reagan said there's no deficit, even though there was, and just buy up everything now. We're in a everyone's afraid mentality. No porno. Listen to your cell phone. Tap illegal wiretaps. The government's more in your life now. Supposedly, Republicans are not supposed to be in your life telling you what to do. You know, patriotic act. It's, it all goes with him being able to, he feels the climate in the country, lets him take pictures of people's driver's licenses and tags. Dubs? I don't really uh, follow the... Uh, the... <laughs> Me either. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get what you're saying here. Did you understand that, have I? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He went from the 80s to license plates to Alec Baldwin. He's like Captain Spaulding. I, I think he's trying to get to some kind of big brother type thing. Well, just about how they don't want you to have certain things. Mm -hmm. uh. Certain things aren't allowed where it's porn stuff, porn, and I guess then more of getting other things too. Hmm. Like privacy. I, it's a real big thing, privacy, when it really comes down to it. All So the other big thing, too, now, Dubs, is San Andreas is getting, or Grand Theft Publisher, is being sued by L.A. Rockstar Video Games, I guess that would be? Yeah. For failure to disclose pornographic content, it's a violation of the state's fair business practices law. Greed and deception are part of. Huh. Now they, what they uh, what they're basically getting sued for is because of the uh, the little sex thing they had in there, that hot coffee thing, right? Where they uh, would show sexual uh, material on there. There's a hot coffee code, I guess, where you could get laid in the game, and it'd be uh, he'd be getting a doggy and everything. Didn't we have that? We had that forever ago. Yeah, we had that clip. I'm sure we still have it anymore. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was back in June. How do you know that? Because I was man. here. Oh, were you? Yeah. When we had that? Yeah. And I guess it's more of about a fair practices thing. What does that mean? Well, just about how maybe it's not fair that you're able to have porn on a... I don't think it's a fairness uh, thing. Maybe they should uh, look into it as a... Um... Well, no, that's what the lawsuit is about, though. Yeah, but I don't think you can say a fair practices suit on it, though. I don't think you can hang your head on that. $600 million uh, the video game is taken in. Damn. Game's huge. Now, you can also put on, like, patches so that this isn't allowed. I mean, there are all kinds of things you can do to avoid this. In fact, didn't... Didn't the makers of the game come out with a patch that you could specifically add so you wouldn't get this? I'm pretty sure it's out there. Tammy and Sanford here in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's what's going on, Tam? Oh, wait. Oh, Gibbs is talking to her. Let's go to Jack and Oviedo. What's up, Jack? Yo, what's going on, guys? Hey, dude. I was just saying that we should get some uh, in-the-know gamers who, who know how to unlock this and to uh, get it open so everyone knows who has it knows how to do it. I've not, I mean, do you or... Oh, no. No, I don't. I was trying to figure it out today when I read the story. 
Um, I'm trying to remember what site I originally saw it on because they told you how to do it on there. Yeah, yeah, I've been searching the sites for it, but you know how search engines go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they were out there, and now all of a sudden it's all gone. And we don't, oh, I mean, what, what's the I'm lure sure of this? Lockdown. What's the lure of this, Jack? What's the what? Why, like, why, why would you be into this? Oh, no, I was just saying for all the viewers who have it, you might as well if it's on there. Yeah, I guess that is true, that it, since it's available, you want to you know, see if it. If you've spent the 50 or, you know, 60 bucks for the video game and you're over the age, you might as well enjoy every bit of it, mm -hmm. right? Now, here's the other thing, too. Um, the, the uh, completely odd thing about it. We saw this. Remember how disappointed we were by it? Yeah, because it wasn't really that good. I mean, the, the cool thing about it was you could control his uh, rhythm and everything. That was the kind of cool thing about it. But uh, it wasn't like anything too special. Nothing I was overly impressed by. I thought it was crappy. <laughs> I was like, look at this. I'm not going to be able to do my thing to this. I don't think it was made for jack material. I well, think then what's the point? Just to be kind of a cool, edgy thing to have in your game. And, you know, when you're a kid, there was a, there's this game. I can't remember what it's called. But you could... Barnstormer. You could get this girl and take her up to a hotel room, and all you'd see is the lights go out up there, and then you'd leave with full power. And I thought that was awesome. I'm like, wow, yeah. Get you some. Kirby? Was that what it was called? I don't know. I can't remember what it was. He was in a, like a like a uh, he was almost like a a detective. Brent and St. Cloud here in the hideout. I don't remember that. Go ahead, Brent. What's up, hideout? I'm yep. a perverted gamer. I know how to unlock the hot coffee mod. All right, hold on a second. How old are you, dude? Fourteen. You can I, you can tell us how to unlock it. Well, no, no. Here's the thing, though. Uh, that I this is probably the majority of the problem is that the fourteen year olds know how to do it. And here the 27 and 28 year olds are like, dude, how do I do it? Well, here's the the real problem and why it doesn't matter is because it's completely unlegible on like the the woman's body and everything. It's it, it hasn't reached that point of realism where it matters yet. You can't see anything. And I, right, Brent, sadly, you can't see anything. Yeah, sadly. And here's the thing too. You remember it's, what it was like to be 14? Isn't it all pixelated anyway? Like the naughty bits? Have you seen it? Uh, yes, I have. Is it any good? I guess. I mean, it's not, like, really good or anything. I, have you seen any porn? Obviously. I mean, I'm 14, dude. <laughs> now, now, see, now, that's the thing. We know that. Yeah. But everyone else in the world is trying to protect you. Your parents don't think you've seen porn yet. Or do they? Uh, obviously not, no. Yeah. See, they, they think you're innocent. They think you haven't seen porn yet. Now, why don't you go get them uh, on the phone and be like, hey, I want to break something to you, Ma. Hey, do you think you could do that? <laughs> no. Go yell downstairs no. that I watch porn. Just go yell it out of your room. Yell, yell it out of your room. Just open your door and yell, I watch porn. Be somebody. You need to be somebody, my friend. You need to be somebody now. Black cat. Damn it. We almost had him. <laughs> he won. Hey, 14 years old are so easy to uh, yeah, manipulate. Exactly. There's no reason to peer pressure a 14-year-old. What's going on, Black Cat? Hey, man, can. what's going on, man? <laughs> what are you up to? I'm up, I'm up here at the WWE <laughs> Super Show right now. Oh, how is it? This, this is incredible, bro. Is it still is it still going on? Yeah, it's still going on. What what it was? Um, they started out. It started at 6:45 with SmackDown. Um, they did the whole SmackDown show, and then uh, just before nine o'clock. And right now they're doing the Raw, the is Raw it, show. Is it in the it's middle of live on USA? 
right, put it on USA real fast. Let's see. Where are you? Where are you located? Uh, right, I'm I'm in the lower level. I'm like a perfect view of the ring and everything. Oh, why didn't you Why didn't you bust out a, a hideout sign? Charge the ring real quick. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to make any sign. That's, you know that's what? the bad part. You should have wore like uh, the uh, the rough uniform and then counted someone down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I want to watch everything. I didn't want, didn't want to get thrown out. No, I hear you. Do it during the main event. All right, Black Cat. Thank you, brother. Be somebody. Hey, have fun. Five thousand. <laughs> that's our triple dog dare you. Be somebody. <laughs> oh, it always has been. That's just, that's essentially what it means. Dare you to infinity. <laughs> Rich on the Palm Coast, you're in the hideout. What's up, Rich? Hey, I just wanted you to know that uh, this month's issue of uh, PlayStation Magazine has got the top ten sexiest video games ever. So right then and there, you can uh, you can check them out. Like they got um, what's that BMX? It was a bike, stupid bike game where the, all the chicks were topless, and it was pretty wild. Oh yeah, I didn't know about that. All right, Dubs, apparently the one you were thinking of was Leisure Suit Larry. Leisure Suit Larry, was that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what are the uh, what are the other top ten? What else is in there, Rich? Uh, they had like uh, Lara Croft uh, was a sexy chick, and then uh, Blood Rain, and all these different chicks that supposedly you could. I don't know. Yeah, run it to him. No, I hear you. Hey, thank you, Rich. Appreciate it, hey, bro. No I think Cruising USA had a code where if, when you won a race, there'd be the, this chick at the finish line that welcomed you, and she'd be topless. And uh, I think I did see that code. Now there, I think I tried. Uh, now, you know, when you were a kid, you could spank it to uh, the uh, the halftime show on uh, Tecmo Bowl when you can just see a little bit of her underwear. Damn and you're right. saying guys aren't, uh, kids aren't spanking it to the uh, the hot coffee coach? Just a little bit of panty. <laughs> just give me a little bit of panty. It's the Hideout Road Radio at 04.1. Well, things were going really well here. We were having fun. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Who invited him here anyway? Alright, do we write the apology letter now or do we find another guitar? Or what well, do we do? You have post-it notes right there, Matt. Why don't you write down my bad and <laughs> stick it on there? Alright. Sorry, bruh. <laughs> so Dirty Jim's guitar hey, yeah, is in side, here. Bro, and Matt Albert's stumbling in here. Just because his knees are wobbly. And he knocks over the guitar, and lo and behold, there's now a huge hole in the guitar that you caused. You punctured a hole in the guitar. I don't see how the hole could have caused by it just falling on its back. Why can't you just push uh, chunks over? He's shaped like a guitar. More like a cello. Oh, <sighs> stand-up basses. <laughs> Dude, you broke the guitar. What are we going to do now? Uh, I don't know. You're not even officially on the payroll yet. <laughs> and you've already, you already so owe screwed. the company money. I'm going to get garnished wages hey, if I ever do. Too bad you gave Siv that $70 uh, instead of just being uh, like a, not even a man, just a little boy and driven him. You could have, you know, maybe bought or at least paid something. Dude, to get a what new are you going to do? You broke Dirty Jim's I'm guitar. Screwed. Yeah, I'm going to go cry now. Should we, uh,. Should we give Dirty Jim his number so he can give him a call bright and early when they get here tomorrow at 6? Yes. No, 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 here's the thing. How about we do this? Why don't you record an apology right now that we can at least play back on the air tomorrow? All right. Dirty Jim, it, me, Matt Albert, am sorry for whatever thing I did to your guitar. I didn't realize it. I was distracted at the moment. Uh, By distracted, and- you mean you were... 
trying to look at your feet while you were walking and it was impossible? I was looking at a solved Rubik's Cube and I got totally distracted by Dubs' brilliance. So a Rubik's Cube caused you to break 30 gyms guitar. It has so many colors. There's... A Rubik's Six. Cube. Six. <laughs> I had to count. Why are you laughing? Uh, no, it's nerves. I am so friggin' nervous right now. Because uh. you, you broke the guitar of a morning of the morning show, of the monsters. Who are oh. you, the honky-tonk man? Why <laughs> you just bash it over someone's head? <laughs> we'll shake, rattle, and roll. Maybe Dirty Jim will want to bash Matt Albert over the head. And that'll be part of his payment to him. Why are you talking? Why are you... Oh, oh I'm, I just turned your mic off. Sorry. I'm getting this on the I am. trying to break any more equipment in there. I'm getting this on the I am. Matt is so screwed. I can't believe you broke the guitar. Is that the signed one? I hope it's not. Yeah, uh, Gibbs. When I first uh, started my internship, I asked Chunks whose guitar that was, and he's like, it's Dirty Jim's, and I was like, I better not touch it, and Chunks was like, that's a really smart thing, man. Really smart thing. So the intern knows not to touch. You, however, break and put a hole through it. Were it's, you trying to kick a field goal? It was right in the middle of the walkway, next to the wall. Do you think it was, uh, near anything. It was chocolate inside of it? <laughs> yes. You were trying to unwrap, trying to unwrap it? it. Pinata, all this candy's going to fall out of it. It'll still sound good. Here's what you should do. Yeah, all the music's going to pour out the side of it. You should Beautiful. get up. You should wake up bright and early tomorrow morning and be up here and apologize. All right. Just just be like, I'm so sorry. When, when they get here at 545. I like get in. You just, just be here. waiting outside. All right. Just stay here. You Chris and Conway, you're in the hideout. What's up, Chris? What's up, gentlemen? Hey. Matt Albert, sir, if it is true that you really did break his guitar, man, I got to tell you, I would run and hide as far away as possible, man, because he, he will be a lunatic if he, if someone breaks his guitar, man. He loves that guitar more than anything. Oh, my God, Matt. Dude. children, man, so good luck. Holy Jesus. Wasn't it just a matter of time for Matt Albert Luck kicked back in? <laughs> Mickey, you're in the high. What's up, Mickey? Uh, Matt Albert better catch the red eye special back to Washington. Oh, dude. I gotta, we got to figure out as a show how we can separate ourselves from this. I don't know that guy. I don't know how he got in here. Gibbs let him in. Is anyone a Gibbs friend? No, he's one of Hooch's friends. I don't know how oh. he even got he in here. Hooch is photo negative. That's what he is. <laughs> All right, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Yeah, it'll be a very interesting show tomorrow. Shedderberg Middays. What's his hole? Fill a spot in the afternoon. No. We're back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to The Hideout on Mario Radio. 104.1. Oh, dude. Be somebody now. always talk good. Question authority and stay classy. Matt, any final words? It was nice knowing you. 5,000, Matt. 5,000, Matthew. I don't Matthew. know him, for the record. 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. Oh, Matt! Matt! Oh! I'm a transaction. Shut up! Stop it, you weed, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!
everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on the floor, step on the floor, kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.